0: seems like a good time for me to get up and see we mentioned dr feet one time <laughs> and now you gotta go and take care of business in the bathroom all right Nick.
1: wink wink <laughs> god damn it <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Holcomb. I'm Emery Saunders. And I'm Nick Marlatt. And we're here to bring you all the nerdy news you need to know about this week. Of course, you can always find us on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at HTBvids. You can find us on Facebook at forward slash Hit the Books. You can also uh, check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and we'll soon soon be on Amazon Podcasts as well. So look forward to that. Perhaps you would like to promote... Those natural ones? Of course. Always. Please. Please. <laughs> yeah. Tuesdays, eight thirty. Twitch.tv slash those natural ones. And the recordings now come out every Thursday <laughs> at noon on our YouTube channel. Actual play, Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition, fun stuff. Emery plays with us. I DM. Oh yeah.
1: I am insane. <laughs> and th- weird things happen. Uh, lots of weird things happen, and we're all here for it. Yeah,
0: and I should probably mention, um, if you need a quick tutorial on how to subscribe with your Amazon Prime membership and support their channel, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little tedious. you got to go into your account, your Twitch account, link it to your Amazon account through the account settings. It's a little tough to find, but once you do it, you don't have to do it again. And then you go to the channel and you subscribe on the channel but before clicking the paid option you click use my prime subscription and you have to do it once a month yes you have to re-up every month as opposed to like an actual paid one if you're Mm -hmm. using your amazon prime you have to re-up manually every single month yep and if you're not subscribing to any twitch streamers why not support them absolutely at those natural ones we appreciate it (laughs) so please do uh once again get a link your account go to the channel. Subscribe, don't click the paid option, click the checkbox, and then use subscribe with Prime. Yes. What he said.
1: There you go. It's a bit of a process, but, you know, uh, we appreciate all your support. Yes. And, of course, you get some emojis that are proprietary to the channel. Some
0: emojis created by one of our other players, Sam. She's hand-drawn all of the emojis, and they are adorable and amazing. So, And all of the... uh, proceeds go to help build a better stream um all money we bring in through the subscriptions and ad revenue is going directly back into the stream to help uh, increase audio quality video quality and eventually build a full-on critical role ripoff set so we can actually play in person and stream it with decent quality all right great so what have you guys been up to this week
1: well uh I finished... God, there's actually quite a few things that I finished uh, this week. Uh, First thing I finished was the Tekken Bloodlines uh, Netflix series. That's a thing? That is a thing that actually just dropped, I think, last week. Only six episodes, and each of the episodes, I think, is only like 22... Like somewhere between 22 and 30 minutes. So, not very much. But uh what they had there was it's interesting because they're covering the story like from Tekken 3 which is arguably when the series actually like the game series itself actually took off there's a couple of weird things in it like there's some characters that don't show up in the games until like either Tekken like five six or seven um And there's this art style that they've chosen, which is uh, 3D cell shaded to make it look like it's an anime, but all of like it's entirely computer generated. Uh, Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it wasn't until recently that I watched a video about the series that I noticed that every single character... On screen, looks like they have something blocking their light for some reason. (laughs) Okay. Yeah,
0: we talked about this last week briefly. Of course, uh, Nick was not under the weather for the last episode, but uh, yeah, uh, not a fan, (laughs) not a fan (laughs) of that animation style. It's (laughs) it's very jarring. Uh, I
1: much prefer the hand drawn animation. It, it it is like I, I can agree with you on that, but. Because nostalgia washed over me completely when I saw it. He's drenched in it. Uh, Yeah, I'm covered. Uh, There's no escape. Um, There were a lot of callbacks and a lot of uh, fan service that made me almost entirely overlook the glaring issues with the show. The biggest one being... So, like, one of the things that's common uh, to Tekken is the ten hit combo. Of course, you only get one in the show because it's only the first season. We gotta see if people actually want this mm-hmm. fucking show. At the the ten hit combo, spot on, accurate as all hell. Um the characters are depicted completely accurate to like the the lore that they have behind them, which is entirely bonkers for like maybe the five characters that it explores. Um there are a bunch of other characters that like, oh, you get to see their face or you get to hear their name. But that's it. Tekken. 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 Uh, Thing from last week, sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. The, the uh the story itself is the the story of how a boy loses his mother to a weird uh aztec fighting spirit that for some reason comes back from the dead only so that this kid can be taken in by his estranged grandfather and taught the way of the iron fist and beat a demon uh, not that iron fist uh, <laughs> no? <Okay>. god no <laughs> uh, I will say that there is a whole lot of special effects that are put on these fights like the the weird like particle effects and like lightning thing that you would see in the those fights in the game they put it in the show this sounds absolutely terrible uh, it sounds terrible on paper because it shouldn't work yeah this sounds absolutely <laughs> terrible but watch one episode just to see if it's for you. Just one. Here,
0: I'm gonna rip this shit apart completely. This is; these are all the things that are bad about it. Here, go watch it. <laughs> That's just like the tip. Now, now he's telling you dude, to put the tip in. Yeah. he's like, I got gonorrhea, but just yeah. the tip. It won't. You won't get gonorrhea. Oh if you my put god, just the this smells in. disgusting. Yeah. Smell it.
1: If you can get past all of that. That sounds like the entire show. If you can get past (laughs) everything about this show. 20 minutes. (laughs) If
0: if you can get past all of these terrible things, the show is redeemable slightly, maybe. He's just a Tekken
1: mark. He can't help it. Look, I can't help it, okay? (laughs) He's not going to get another one. (laughs) I'm not going to get another one of these that's anywhere as close to accurate as this show. That's great. I'm glad you enjoy it.
0: Probably not yeah. going to watch it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to pass on that Love one. you, buddy. But it, it's, yeah. it probably, yeah, I mean, it's not
1: for everyone, but if you're a hardcore Tekken fan... It's still not for you. This <laughs> uh, this might scratch that itch. Speaking of itch, if you want to send Emery your
0: lewd boy Tekken no! fan art, please no! email God. us at hitthebooksvids, gmail.com. Thank you
1: every single time
0: with you (laughs) (laughs) i have an agenda and i won't stop until i accomplish it
1: clearly (laughs) you son of a bitch what else you been up to um what other nerd shit did i get up to um so i finished that show oh uh an anime that uh just popped back up uh one that was made exclusively available on Netflix like last year or the year before. Uh, For any of you fans out there who also happen to be fans of a little show called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the second part of season six is finally up. Hot. But one thing I plan on doing this weekend is... There's a show, also another little-known show that's been kind of taking the world by storm for the last four years, called Cobra Kai, that uh, just got its fifth season. I think it's on Netflix as we speak. Yeah, was is today Cobra
0: Kai Day or was I, it yesterday? I, I think have I, zero. I think today's Cobra Kai Day. <laughs> I have
1: less than zero desire to watch Cobra Kai. Oh my God! Now, are you not a Karate Kid fan? <laughs>
0: I mean, I watched them when I was a kid, but (laughs) no, I have less than zero desire. It's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Although I did just see that toy that we were talking about before the Uh, show. The the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Ninja Turtles versus Cobra Kai (laughs) mashup that had Raphael and some random fucking karate dude in it. It was a box set collect them all. I'm not sure there's a property that Ninja Turtles hasn't crossed over with at this point. I mean Ninja he... Turtles and the Property Brothers. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, Cobra Kai as a series is far better than it has any right to be. Kind of like Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I only Here watched the uh, Yep, I yep. only I th- I throat. mean, if you really Here want we... me to, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're on the same yeah, trail. <laughs> Son of a bitch, getting tricked. Maverick. <laughs> oh no. Stop. Dick me, daddy.
0: (laughs) Sorry. If you haven't watched uh, the episode where we allude to (laughs) Top Gun Maverick and uh, Tom Cruise potentially traking Val Kilmer, uh, go ahead and watch that episode for your enjoyment.
1: Oh, shit. But, you sick bastard but, I can't believe you it is who I am I, yeah. it, it, why are you encouraging him I, it is what it is <laughs> yeah. I, I,
0: I I think I posted it on our social media I don't remember but there was a moment in like two episodes ago on episode 63 where we had a glitch in the matrix <laughs> and Nick and I had oh, like yeah. mirror image we like drinks of water we both had red time. shirts on it just, <laughs> <laughs> it just it worked yeah so So weird uh, anyway uncanny but uh cobra kai is really (laughs) enjoyable i only watched the first season so i only got like probably the best part of it so far but my brother absolutely loves it shout out to dan the man maloney Hmm. from the old podcast hit Hit the mats for wrestling material speaking of which wrestling material will be a big feature of the show today so stay tuned
1: oh yeah get ready all right anything else you've been up to uh i think that's uh the only things that i can remember uh yeah i'm trying to think of anything else i watched i know i haven't started uh house of the dragon yet yeah i still that's still on my list yeah because i don't want to watch that while i'm working because
0: i want to actually like pay attention to it oh yeah yeah but you you did watch another fantasy property did. did you not i did i uh Haven't watched this week's episode because it came out today, but uh, the first two episodes of The Rings of Power, which I went into with bottom-of-the-barrel expectations because (laughs) I didn't want them to fuck it up too badly, but holy crap, it was actually really good. The first episode was, I mean, it was slow. It was a stereotypical first episode of a long-running show where it was a lot of build-up, a lot of character developments, and um scene development and shit like that. Yeah. But it was done well and the characters are fantastic. Um the second episode was awesome. I so far so good. I I am enjoying it. That's um, good to hear. I was I, I I think like everybody I was super worried that they were right. it was just going to be a money dump where they put all this you know production sure value into something that's just garbage yeah. on the writing front so no so yeah. far so good it's actually really good and uh there's a couple shots specifically of galadriel where she looks like she has the exact same they do this one like two or three of the close-ups on her eyes and it matches the movie perfectly like they could not have found a better actress nice to to play a younger version of that same character. It's great um, to hear. Yeah, watch that. I've been I'm up to date with She-Hulk as well, which Oh, that on was the other thing four? that I watched. Yeah, yeah, they just finished episode 4, I believe. And yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's it's average, you know. I, <laughs> did you need Megan Thee Stallion twerking on your TV? <laughs> it's fine. It was it was dumb. It was silly. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. But Emery cares a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he does. But that's for a different reason. Um, but no. I, whoa. Whoa. Look. If you want to send Emery your lewd <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion fan art, please submit to hitthebooksvids at gmail.com. Thank you.
1: I, I, so far, I'm enjoying every it time. <laughs> every time with you.
0: <laughs> so far, I'm enjoying it. Is it the best Marvel product? No. Is it better than Iron Fist? Absolutely. But no, it's 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 good. It's Wongers. Wongers. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking Wongers and <laughs> fucking
1: Haley D- or not Haley. What the fuck is her name? Uh I forget. I I oh Madison. Madison
0: with a two n's and a y but not where you think. <laughs> I yeah. I want to punch her in the face every single time I on. But I po- haven't even watched it and I'm cringing. <laughs> I know. It's I mean, it, it the character is fantastic because every single person knows somebody like that and every single person
1: wants to punch them in the face. Yet yeah, that's the thing. Like as soon as Madison showed up was like Oh god, that's too real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's so far the show has done well. Um, I'm curious because we still don't have like a bad guy. So I'm interested to see how they're going to go about this because we only have like what, two episodes left? It's a nine episode season. Oh, is so. it nine episodes? Okay, yeah. so we got yeah. five episodes left. We still don't really have a bad guy,
1: but I'm, I'm kind of thinking that they're not going to
0: have, like, a main bad guy in this season, at least.
1: I, I mean, given the nature of a show that's supposed to involve, you know, several cases, like, over the course of all these episodes, it would make sense that, like, each episode has its own, like, oh, I gotta beat up this thing this time. Um, but so I'm they're not... really playing
0: heavy in the courtroom drama aspect of it and not in the superhero you know yeah she's a big green lawyer and that's what they're playing it
1: as a big green lawyer you know yeah it's
0: like boston legal with a fucking (laughs) hulk i mean Uh, and that's not a bad thing don't uh, get me wrong i
1: I was gonna say Allie mcbeal but with that works too (laughs) it's not a bad thing it's it's done well but
0: it was not what i was expecting I don't know what I was expecting, but it's not fucking <laughs>
1: cheek clapping. That's what you yeah. expected. Yeah. <laughs> Big green Fiona from Shrek Cheeks.
0: Oh, I saw this meme <laughs> this morning where it was the scene from uh, Multiverse of Madness where they kill Doctor Strange yeah. in the you know, alternate universe and instead of <laughs> uh, Black Bolt doing his shout clapping her cheeks
1: oh, no. to
0: generate the force to oh, destroy no. him i was dying man oh, if i still if i can still find it i'll post it on the oh, youtube channel no, but yeah that's... it was so good <laughs> i'm dead
1: oh, no. <laughs> uh, but other than that um
0: <laughs> top tier memory. yeah other than that uh also latest episode of Mystery Science Theater came out for any of the Patreon backers. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And it was terribly bad, but in the best way possible Possible. as a Mystery Science Theater (laughs) is. It's called the, the, was it the thousand or the million eyes of Sumeru or the thousand eyes of Sumeru or something like that. (laughs) And it is like, it's the movie is all about these. Like it was, it's from the sixties and, uh, it is a classic six, 60s, we're going to try and make this like James Bond, but fail miserably, <laughs> about the this uh, spy who's god-awful and uh, going against a group of female assassins, basically. Yeah. The leader of which is this so it's one like I named Sumaru. Austin Powers. Yeah, but kind of. <laughs> worse, because he's taking himself yeah. seriously. But the, the funniest <laughs> yeah. part... Is the one, the main woman who plays Sumeru three years before was an actual Bond girl. Wow. Yeah, Hold on. Then. That's quite a demotion. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what movie it was in. I'll Man, look it up real quick. The 60s quick. had to have been a wild time. That poor yeah, woman. The, the Million Eyes of Sumeru. It came out in 1967. Um, Shirley Eaton. And she was the she was uh, a Bond girl in Goldfinger. She played. That's unfortunate. Jill Jill Masterson in Goldfinger in 1964, and then in 1967 she was uh, in the Million Eyes of Sumer. (laughs) She must have pissed
1: off the wrong people. Okay, Jill Masterson, like from goldfinger that's one thing yeah i was worried for a second that she was going to be like the Bond no, girl. she wasn't the, pussy she wasn't <laughs> pussy galore no. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, 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 she wasn't pussy galore but she was uh yeah there's a picture of her with Sean connery right there yeah oh. so oh she must have spitting, gotten bidding uh, image of the uh, robot yeah, yeah, from austin powers exact, i mean that's
1: pretty much who it was uh modeled, modeled after. after yeah but, yeah Oh yeah. She's got to be the, the girl who actually gets painted gold, like to death. Yeah. So I've, I've watched their, you know, rebirth season they had on Netflix for a while.
0: Mm -hmm. How are you watching it? Uh, so they did a, uh, Patreon or not a Patreon, but a Kickstarter, um, last year. And they actually developed an app. It's called the gizmoplex. Um, and for, you can go, you can download the app for free on anything. We have it on our Apple TV. Um, and you can go through and either purchase old episodes, like all the classic episodes, mm-hmm. or any of the new ones, one by one, or you can get a like yearly subscription that'll give you all of the episodes that come out. That's awesome. I'm surprised so, they even have the rights to their old episodes because I assume Sci Fi so, would like to There's own only them. so many. They, it, it's it's not all of the episodes. They gotcha. have what is called like their vault collection. Mm-hmm. And um it's they, I don't think it's completed yet, but I feel like they're in the process of trying to buy the rights back. To oh those. wow, that's and pretty so cool. It's got um, it's even head uh, ran by Joel, the original creator and the original host, um, and he's actually so the new season has three different casts basically. Oh, so it's so, like so Blue's Clues. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. No, they have so they way have, to bring that back. Yeah. we got Steve, Steve, and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so they have uh the guy who it started off with the guy who was in the the newer ones jonah Mm -hmm. him and the two voice actors who play his bots then they brought in a woman uh named emily i believe and then she had they have two different voice actors who play her version of crow and and uh tom and then they recently brought in through time travel uh they brought (laughs) in uh Joel. Not Joel. Joel. Joel's the new one. Joel. No. Jonah's the new one. Oh. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I don't know. My brain just stopped working. I'll flash it on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Joel. Yeah, Joel. Joel's Is the original. Joel? All right. Yeah, they You're brought Mixing back. up J names. Yeah. <laughs> so they brought in Joel and they brought in the original voice actor for Tom Servo, too. And they still have a different guy. So basically, they play it as they have three different satellites. They have the Satellite of Love, they have the. which has Jonah and his crew. They have the Simulator of Love, which has uh, (laughs) Emily and her crew. And then they brought in an old satellite of love that was supposed to be from the past, but ended up actually being from the future, which has an older version of Joel and his. And so they're all making new episodes concurrently? Yes. Yes. That's pretty neat. So they have... Basically, one episode comes out every few weeks or once a month. I forget exactly. And you can only watch it on this Gizmodo yes. app, Giz- Gizmoplex. Gizmoplex, sorry.
1: Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. I knew they had you know their season on Netflix, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. great. And yeah, I, did, they did I had two- no idea they had like a whole fan base service. Oh yeah, yeah. They did two seasons on Netflix, and then it disappeared for like four years or something like that, and then it came back through Kickstarter, and they—that's great. Basically, through the cult following were able to garnish enough money to buy the rights to a bunch of their old episodes and shit like that, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully, they can get all those. And I assume Sci Fi and their parent company is who owns the most of them. I believe so. Because it was on Sci Fi for a long time. It was on Comedy Central for a little while, too. But I'm pretty sure all of those are owned by the same fucking network at this point. Yeah. So. Well, anything else you've been up to? Nothing really, other than. Uh trying to figure out new ways to torture these fuckers. <laughs> Speaking of which, the last episode was particularly enjoyable for me. I Thank you. You know, I haven't been able to tune in as much recently, but this past one I was basically editing and watching at the same time, so I just stayed up all night. Yeah, until we, <laughs> oh, until yeah. our fucking chat, stupid chat bot kept yeah. timing you out. It didn't oh, like me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a little it's a little aggressive. Yeah, it didn't like yeah, me we posting multiple we fixed, emojis we, and
1: posting in all caps. Oh yeah, they, we fixed it after the stream. I don't It'll know how fine. you found out every single way to trigger this fucking thing, <laughs> but you found a way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I was the only
0: one either. I think one other person. Yeah. got hit. We we fixed it though. It. it after the stream, we sat down and we figured out the issues and and turned off all the, uh, all the filtering and the naughty naughty boy, shit. So, yeah. Now I will say the one thing that frustrates me about your your guys' stream every week is the time you spend in the first like hour two hours just fucking off in a tavern. <laughs> And not getting to the fucking I, point so of the story. This this is spoken like somebody who has truly never played a D&D game in his life. Because that's how they go. I don't know if you're aware of... But my god, man. Typically I can only hear about the snackle box so many times <laughs> ah, before the, I want to blow my brains out. Snackle box. Props to you, Sam, and your fucking snackle box. <laughs> you should have given the dragon a white claw. I'm just saying <laughs> it would have worked.
1: Had we thought ahead of time to have a white claw in advance, I'm sure we would have still found a way to fumble that before the thane of a <clears throat> dragon god. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, really enjoying the stream. Keep it up, guys. Nice. Of course, you can always catch that. Where? Twitch.tv slash those ones. Or YouTube.com slash something. And at what time could I catch such a program? 8.30 p.m. on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday,
1: 8.30
0: p.m eastern standard eastern time Eastern standard time oh wonderful. every single time every single time convenient and on youtube on thursdays at noon it will be it'll it, <laughs> <laughs> Take two. All, yeah. and all videos will be posted to youtube on thursdays at noon shameless plug thank Sham- you shameless
1: no shame no shame or full
0: shame Full frontal shame. (laughs) If you want to send Emery your fan art of shameful things you would like to depict, please email us at hitthebooksvids at
1: gmail.com. Don't don't you do it. Don't listen to him. Every time with you. Listen to me. No. no, Do it. Thank you. I can't take you
0: anywhere. (laughs) Well, uh, times are busy, of course, for me. I have two fantasy football leagues that I'm managing right now. and uh, Two of them. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Football season started officially last night, where the Bills just absolutely shellacked
1: the Rams. Just embarrassed them on primetime television. Oh, speaking of something embarrassing on primetime television during football, uh, did you see the Black Adam trailer? I did. (laughs) I did. And The Rock, of course, opened the show. (laughs) Opened the game. Of fucking course he did. Los Angeles. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah it was, it was it doesn't matter what you think of them i don't want, i don't want to talk about it
1: <laughs> yeah it's
0: just it's the typical dc throw cg money at everything bullshit like i'm i'm pierce Brosnan is you know <laughs> he, he, i'm pierce, sorry just, what? I, pierce Brosnan, Brosnan is in the movie get the fuck out yeah. i'm done <laughs> i, <quit>. no, I <laughs> think he would be great casting if it wasn't you know 2022 warner brothers (laughs) pierce brosnan would have been great casting in 1990s uh well for for the role for for he's playing an old archaeologist
1: Uh, okay he's playing an old archaeologist and occasionally voicing the character dr fate because which is one of my favorite dc
0: characters but he he's great (laughs) did you say
1: dr feet
0: yes If you would like to send Nick no, your no. lewd feet, Dr. Feet <laughs> fan art, uh, please email us at hitthebooksfids at gmail.com.
1: Why do you ask for this?
0: I just want to see if someone will do it. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Somebody call Sam. <laughs> this, is, this is the the greatest part is the fact that you are the one who gets all the emails, so you're really asking for yourself more than anybody else. Yeah, don't tell everybody. <laughs> The cat
1: is out of the bag. See, I was trying to protect you, but th- see, this is what happens.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I was not thrilled with the trailer. I mean, it's. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be like a low six <laughs> out of 10. And that's generous. And, you know, you'll have The Rock doing the rock i'm sure he will rock bottom at least one person in the movie oh, he rock he bottoms knows. a jet so oh. <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs>
1: by rock bottoms i we mean he punches a wing off a flying jet yeah it, that's just a thing that he does it's nope. a thing nope nope it's he it's basically
0: alluding to like the man of steel scene where the two jets fly yeah. next it, to it
1: it fucking yeah, it's, is it's just, Are we trying to make him a hero or are we doing like the Joker where this is just about a villain? Yeah. I mean, it's a Warner Brothers DC movie. They have
0: to destroy at least half of a city. You're not wrong. And we will have more DC news (laughs) later in the episode. All right. All right. As far as what I did. Well, I did it. I finished Sandman. I still haven't started it, but good for you. Very good. Very good. If not great, I, I'd give it like a 9 out of 10. It's I have very a, minor gripes. It's definitely mostly Lucien 9. Because Lucien annoys me. <laughs> yeah. you,
1: you still want fucking lurch from family. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Lucien. Because we got to feminize the name somehow. Yes. Because Is Lucien isn't a feminine enough name in the first I guess place? not. So it's Lucien yeah we gotta, gotta go emphasize the syllable
1: gotta extend the in yeah the in.
0: she's fine, but she sucks <laughs> like her the she she just doesn't have the presence she needs for
1: that role You, you want lurch from fucking the Adams family. that's all you want <laughs> that show's actually coming soon. It sure is. Yeah, the Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. If they drop that show on Wednesday, I will shit a goddamn
0: brick. People are going to be so fucking confused, though, because there's that reboot of the Addams Family, and then there's the Munsters from Rob Zombie (laughs) uh, also coming out around the same time. Yeah, but- Rob Zombie was supposed to be doing the Munsters like 15 years ago. He's literally been working on this for like a decade I and know. a half, and it kind of looks terrible. <laughs> it's like I, ga- I got to be honest, a it decade
1: does... and a half, and it looks like he spent a month. Yeah, it looks rough.
0: It looks like a YouTube like <laughs> generated content. You know, I, I have seen YouTube generated content that look better than it. Yeah. The fucking uh, we'll, Mortal we'll Kombat oh. uh, mini series yeah. on YouTube was fantastic. Thank you very much. Again, I mean, I love Rob Zombie as a human being, yes. as a yeah. member of White Zombie, and then his own band, of course. You know, yeah, I right. enjoy his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dragula. But, you know, he's obviously a horror <laughs> icon for all of his ridiculous, over-the-top
1: horror movies. You know, but I don't, I don't know about this one, guys. I don't know. This, this might be. Uh... A case of hey, you know how we spent maybe most of the budget on this on uh, <clears> the <throat> cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> shoot, we still got to make the show. The house cocaine of ten- <laughs> <laughs>
0: The house of ten thousand maniacs was fantastic. Yeah, so he, I mean, he's he's a mastermind <laughs> for just. All sorts of. How many of those movies and... did
1: you mix up the title to make that one? <laughs> <laughs> that that was one movie and a band that I mixed up. Thank you very much.
0: That was ten thousand maniacs yeah. in the we house of ten thousand car, car, courses. Courses. Yep, yep. But that's, yeah. I give them all the credit. To you do. <laughs> it was just like, like watching the, the
1: wheels turn. Like, in your wait head. a fucking like, minute! Wait, that's not right. <laughs> it's like a thousand tenth. <laughs> no <laughs> emory just said an i aneurysm. like how he played
0: through every emotion yeah. on an individual basis <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> confusion pain regret loss pain <laughs> aneurysm and of course if you want to watch uh, emory's theatrics go ahead and check out our youtube channel give us a like and subscribe thank you yes uh e- yes where you will find plenty of it but uh, yeah, love Sandman. Uh, I think it did kind of taper off a little bit um, from the climax of the fifth episode. I really think the fifth episode which again, ironically does not feature Sandman hardly at all until the <laughs> very end. But I think the fifth episode was like the perfect example of how you can en- en- enhance the original content and still pay respect to the original content. And it's, I mean, fifth episode is just perfect for me for, for my personal tastes and fandom. I, I, I was a little surprised that they didn't touch base with like half of the endless at the end of the series. (laughs) And did you watch the bonus episode that came out recently? No, not yet. So, yeah, there's a bonus 11th episode that's basically two short stories. Uh, One is an animated, like, kind of throwaway story that comes straight out of like an alternate comic book that was added mid run. And then uh, it's about cats. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to see an animated. Nope. Feature about cats. You can watch it. It, you know, uh, I'm not going to spoil it. But if you would like to send Chris your lewd cat
1: imagery, uh, and we
0: mean cats in general, not like the Broadway show Cats or the I mean the Taylor Swift one. butthole cats. Oh. That are, Do you remember that? No. There was rumored that the live action Cats movie that was all like CG animated had literal buttholes under the tails. What does that have to do with Taylor Swift? Uh, Taylor Swift was in it. Oh, she was? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So we had a a catified version of Taylor Swift with a cat butthole. (laughs) in some (laughs) rendering
1: somewhere in somebody's file base. Get the fuck out of here. If you would like to send Chris here the butthole cut of the movie Cats... (laughs) please. (laughs) It's like the Snyder verse cut. It's exactly that. (laughs) Hit the books,
0: vids at gmail.com. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Now that's all I can think about. Like, Oh, what the fuck? You checked your butthole. But uh, yeah, really, 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 really getting back to the point. Love the salmon series. (laughs) Recommend everybody watch it, especially if you were a fan of the original comic book series. Um, I, it does start off a little slow gets really good mid-season and then it just gradually gets to the end i think the problem i have with it is it a didn't touch base on half of the family so like he they're alluding to them the entire series and you don't even get to see them which is disappointing uh
1: you, you get to see t- mm. three of them show up in the show yeah, that's. I mean, that's half the family. Yeah, <laughs> literally yeah. half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta hook them for the season two.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll see what they do. Uh, the problem is, they're the the rumors are swirling that they haven't even confirmed a season two yet, which is the part that frustrates me. And I can see how it would be difficult because in the comics, the stories that are left are so grand in scale. Like, they can't do the human stories anymore. They basically used every human story through the first season. Yeah. So the, you really ho- got to kind of go all out with the fantastical aspects of the the show. And then you also have to go to the past a lot. Yeah. Hopefully
1: yeah. The, the show did well enough for Netflix to greenlight a season two. That hopefully, hopefully... Gives them enough money to truly realize the vision. I mean, yep. it's Netflix, so if it was a good show,
0: it's probably not getting green light. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> Please don't do this, Netflix. You're going to get a Tekken Season 2, and we're not going to get a <laughs> no, Sandman Season 2. You're going to get seven Tekken seasons, I <laughs> will uh, not yeah. get another... Don't do this, Netflix. But no, or, it's... or do. It really is great. And then that that bonus act- episode was, was a lot of fun. The, the first half, like I said, kind of throwaway animated cat story but yeah. but the the second one the second story oh god the second story is a really good part of the comic that they adapted in live action is really solid quite honestly they should have just spent the entire episode on that second half they didn't need to put the animated cat feature in the, in the first half of the bonus episode but really enjoyed it really highly recommend it really hope they get a second season um i I don't. Everything that I would complain about is nitpick stuff, like John Constantine, you know, Lucian's not authoritative enough for the role. Other than that, like it's great. Yeah, it's nearly perfect. It. I I do wonder if the like live action crying eyes is the right route to go with Sandman himself, though, because he always looks like he's on the verge of just breaking into tears. Because in the comics, he, he has, like, supernatural eyes that have, like, stars in them and stuff. And obviously, you don't want to spend your whole budget on animating his eyes, <laughs> you know. But the way they tried to, like, allude to it is by making his eyes super wet.
1: So they look, like, super reflective. But it just looks like he's about to cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes when you try to go for an effect... Uh... It's only afterwards that you see it doesn't work. Yeah, uh, and it, of course, having read the comic, I get what they're going for, but if somebody
0: who hasn't read the comic goes into it fresh, they're just going to be like, like, why does he why look like is...
1: he's about to cry yeah. all of the his time? His eyes
0: are so irritated. Somebody get him some eye Crying drops. Crying eyes.
1: <laughs> and it like doesn't he... help that he's super emo looking t- to begin <laughs> with. So, yeah. uh, uh, Okay, in his defense... Neil Gaiman drew the most emo-looking <laughs> motherfucker ever to have been <laughs> this like, was committed to paper. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> this, this, this you are pre, correct. Pre-emo. It's like everything that emo is, it owes everything to things like b- the band The Cure and the graphic novel The Sandman. Yeah. I almost think, entirely.
0: I think the biggest thing I loved about it is that it does respect your intelligence.
1: It doesn't yes.
0: spell everything out to you. Like... That it expects you to be intelligent enough to understand what's going on in a lot of scenes, and I think it succeeds. So, uh, I uh, will
1: say that uh, the Corinthian, the guy with the uh, teeth, where his eyeballs should be. Ah, that's terrifying. <laughs> well, <laughs> as, he's as a literal be. nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah, he is the em- embodiment of a literal nightmare. Uh, yes. Like, I thought that was... The way that they depicted the final confrontation between him and the Sandman, I, that had way more heart than I was expecting.
0: And I mean, that's yeah. straight from the comic. Like they handled it perfectly. I, I, I want to gripe more because that's just my <laughs> general nature. <laughs> but like every complaint I have is just a, a minor nitpick that really didn't matter at the end. So highly recommended.
1: Highly recommended. Fair enough.
0: All right. Well, I think that's a great place to uh, transition to the news. Of course, like I alluded to, the big story was going to be wrestling related. Uh, Normal circumstances, this would be covered on the uh, old show, Hit the Mats Podcast. But, of course, that show uh, ended quite some time ago when we had our last phase out. Yeah. unfortunately uh, it's just hard to get all those guys back in a room together <laughs> and, uh, we don't all watch the same wrestling programming back when that show was on there was basically new japan if you were like hardcore and then there was wwe and aew was just kind of getting started so there wasn't a whole lot you had to pay attention to maybe nxt because nxt was great back in the day and then <laughs> now there's you know there's four plus five so it's nine hours of uh main line u.s wrestling material and then there's nxt which is another two hours and then there's uh, AEW dark which is on the internet which is another hour and then there's new japan which is another probably 2 hours I think 3 hours. And then there's stardom and just all these other <laughs> branches of wrestling and and now AEW is crossing over into different like minor uh western wrestling brands and there's just so much you got to pay attention to if you really want to like follow what's going on you have to commit hours and hours and hours and just like everybody has their own tastes so nobody's gonna sit around and watch 20 hours of wrestling in a week and then if you have a pay-per-view you're really fucked you know because you have the pay-per-view, which is probably seven hours, and then you got all the go-home shows. What the fuck is a seven-hour pay-per-view? Uh, it's called WrestleMania, sir. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the last WrestleMania was two days Get of seven-hour programming. I'm, the not, last time, I'm not joking. The last time I actually like watched wrestling was probably like 2007, 2008, maybe. I'm pretty sure Wrestlemania was like three, maybe four hours. Yeah. And that was their big one. I'm it, sure it, it was four hours? It and all is the other- overwhelming how yeah. much material there is yeah. now. All the other pay-per-views were like three. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And of course, they all have their pay-per-views on the same fucking weekend. Because they, they all want to compete yeah. with each other and <laughs> compare numbers. But yeah, I, I mean, you're talking like. 20 to 40 hours of wrestling material, depending on how committed you are. uh <laughs> <Good laughs> fucking God. No thanks. <laughs> this week, we wanted to talk about a major news story coming out of AEW. Uh, this is kind of... Uh, it, it needs to be drawn out and explained in detail. So uh, I'm going to read straight from the news article. A lot of this is copy and pasted uh, from various sources on the internet. So, AEW, after ending their most recent pay-per-view all out, there was allegedly a real-life shoot brawl between many of the company's top stars, including the newly crowned champion, CM Punk, who is returning from injury and basically competing to get his title back from uh, Moxley. Allegedly, the Elite, a.k.a. uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, who are also executive VPs of AEW because they obviously helped founded it. Uh, confronted CM Punk after he made derogatory comments about the locker room and the company during, uh, post-event interviews. While there are still details surfacing, allegedly CM Punk, uh, threw a punch at Nick Jackson, leading to several in the room to a full-on brawl that included, uh, producer Ace Steel biting Kenny Omega and Nick Jackson being struck and injured by a chair that was thrown at him. Uh... Rumors are that uh, CM Punk was also injured at some point during the night. At this, this was, you know, yesterday. But today they confirmed that it was during the uh, the championship battle <coughs> on the pay per view, uh, and it was announced that both the new trios titles, which they had just debuted, uh, and the AEW World Championship that CM Punk had just taken back after coming back from injury, were both going to be vacated on uh, Wednesday's Dynamite. Um... The new trio's titles uh, champions were decided during uh, the episode of Dynamite. It is rumored that uh, several members of the incident are suspended and some may have been terminated, specifically uh, Ace Steel and CM Punk, which is a big deal because CM Punk wasn't going to come back to wrestling because he was so pissed off and uh, had his famous pipe bomb uh, incident uh, live on the show where he just like aired all of his grievances and walked off. And basically left the wrestling world forever after his contract was just gone, and he was basically one of the top wrestlers in the world at the time, as far as you know crowd appeal and you know in ring talent uh and now it seems like he's gonna be out again because again he's running his mouth and <laughs> he's just oh he can't God. get along with anybody um now the the problem is it's wrestling. So, you don't know if it's right. real or Son if they're just a, yeah. doing it's, it for publicity. This could like, like, all this a just this be all a work. Is yeah. this a yeah. bit? God damn it. Um, <laughs> so, the new trios title <laughs> champions were decided during the episode, and the championship uh, would be decided via a tournament of the top wrestlers in the company, um, including uh, Chris Jericho, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, who's known as Daniel Bryan, and WWE, Sammy uh Guevara hangman page and Darby Allen um on the episode uh Brian Danielson who of course I'm wearing defeated hangman page in the first match of the tournament which is great uh I mean if you haven't watched the episode definitely worth watching because they had a lot of bangers because they basically had none of their top tier guys on the show because they're all technically suspended or fired and uh they had to fill a lot of time, oh uh, and some bridge players really came out and fucking bawled. So uh, <laughs> it was a really great episode. And then, of course, the uh, trios titles were decided, and they were awarded to the Lucha Bros and Pack, who are uh, a, a trio stable right now. This is kind of a newer thing for the Western wrestling market that they have trios titles, and it's it's pretty awesome. Like, like a three-man tag team? Yeah. Interesting. But, it, I mean, they're all going at it at the same time. It's fucking awesome. Interesting. Yeah. It makes like I'm. Not, I've never been a big tag team guy. I just. I mean, you had the Hardy Bros. And yeah, you know, I was but. that was I was a huge tag team fan, but yeah. that was because I watched it during the Attitude Era, where oh, one of the biggest yeah. things yeah, was the Dudley boys. The Dudleys, the Hardys, Undertaker and, and, and Edge and Christian. Yeah, the three of them in three way tag team matches, yeah. like the TLC matches. Well, there and you shit. go. Three way tag team. No. As in... (laughs) We just get rid of a team. Yeah. You just split a team and put... We just altered the math. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But no, no. it was great. Like, they really put on a show. Of course, Orange Cassidy had to lose as he was a member of the Best Friends.
1: Son of a bitch. I know. Very sad. (sighs) It's okay. He's too cool. <laughs> He's too cool to win. Um, but this is all important because it
0: uh, follows some recent uh, incidents that also happened backstage and also got people, significant members of uh, AEW, suspended. Uh, recently, Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara had a uh, real-life shoot fight in the in the backstage because uh, Sammy, Sammy was allegedly complaining um, that <laughs> Eddie uh, had some fitness shortcomings so to say he, he called him a fat ass, basically like just, oh yeah, it, it didn't work out <laughs> didn't. and uh of course Eddie Kingston took offense to that as <laughs> you know he's a uh, big wrestling star in AEW and went and beat his ass <laughs> and, uh, oh, no. and if you don't know Sammy Guevara he's like uh he's ripped but he's like a super skinny like young like cocky asshole type you know uh, and had some recent uh, sexual impropriety that uh, had to be worked out for him uh. to return to the show. Oh no yeah oh so there's just there's a lot of characters <laughs> that uh, need to be sorted and there doesn't seem to be like a real locker room leader like there typically is For example in WWF Undertaker was always the locker room leader who's this big. Like real life menacing dude that would literally kick your ass and like beat you senseless if you weren't acting right and weren't following kind of like the wrestlers code in the you know backstage area or during the show. But um, I thought this was important to bring up because it's very reminiscent of WCW, and we had talked in past episodes how how proud of AEW we were as bringing in this uh, you know great competition to Western wrestling and taking a very stale. WWE product and escalating that as well just because they had to they had no choice you know they tried to go head to head with their NXT products and they got beat I mean just straight up got beat by AEW who's this young upstart Um, so there's there's a lot to watch to listen to to be interested in the problem is AEW has recently been taking this approach of kind of bringing back the work you know the classic in quotes work of the wrestling business where you you think it's a real fight you think that there's real bad blood here and of course sometimes there is but not always (laughs) not always and this this one in particular is big because it's not just like regular dudes having a brawl that was captured on camera and broadcast, you know, on the highlight on the next show. No, this is like, there's no footage of it. Apparently like this had, you know, executives and like cameraman, (laughs) like going in and trying to break up the fight. A bunch of people got suspended including a bunch of wrestlers I didn't name that came in to try to break up the fight and just ended up in the brawl. <laughs> yep. Um, so there's just a ton of talent. There's a ton of money. There's a ton of contracts that are just like not doing anything now because all of these people are just out of action and the show has to go on, you know? Right. And uh, to be fair, AEW has tons of talent because they basically scooped up everybody that WWE laid off and signed them to five-year contracts. Right. So they couldn't escape. But this also follows um, a lot of rumors of people asking to leave. And, of course, now it's all in question again because MJF, who is probably the top heel in wrestling right now, I mean, he's brilliant. uh, There was a lot of stuff going around about how he was demanding his release backstage and he wasn't on the show he wasn't on the pay-per-views uh and everybody was saying he was trashing the company and his contract was coming up i guess at the end of this year and then to open the show post all of these real life brawls happening and all these firings and suspensions happening who opens the show mjf who comes out and trolls the crowd and basically says he's going to win the championship and then lord it over AEW to demand more money on his contract negotiations. So he won't go to WWE. So they're playing this very risky, razor-thin borderline of what's real and what's not real. And the problem with this is that it's so reminiscent of WCW when it was falling apart in real life that you don't know, is this really falling apart? Is there really problems here? Is the management, is Tony Khan just not doing his job? Is there no locker room leader that can really lead yeah. in that locker room? Yeah. But, yeah. but again, it could all just be a work, and they're all just fucking with our emotions to get <laughs> us to watch, and they're they're succeeding! <laughs> so, so you don't know. I mean, it's good television, good for ratings, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Whether I mean, it's real or fake, they're succeeding in dragging you in
1: it, yeah yeah uh, i think it uh first of all good on them for giving during this tumultuous time for aw uh some room for the bridge players to actually show up and you know show off what they've got like, the the guys who don't normally get screen time or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, the mid-cards. Yes. <laughs> uh, that being said, this reminds me of what I think might have been the, the thing that was bad about the Attitude Era. Like, the Attitude Era was good at a lot of things, but uh, one thing that I remember from the Attitude Era... Is everyone who was watching it was so like dialed in to what was going on to like the degree that it was almost like a soap opera for dudes? I mean, it absolutely <laughs> was. is. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I, it is. That's exactly what it is. But uh, I do remember there being some sort of like also like on a knife edge trying to discern whether or not was this real was this I mean, fake how many of them are like just yeah. using like hidden razors to cut themselves how, to make like a chair head look And real? how
0: many times were were there people fired or dumb shit like that especially during the attitude era how many yeah. times were people fired and then 3 months later they were back yeah, and you know. it's it's interesting because now we, we know what was real and what wasn't based on podcasts right. and interviews from these old-timers that aren't in the business anymore, yeah. and just they feel like they can talk about it now. You know, a lot of people think, like, a lot of conspiracy theories think, think that the Montreal Screwjob, which is one of the most famous, like, real-life shoot incidents in the wrestling business... <clears throat> was like the world's greatest work of all time mm-hmm. because they were going to basically break up the band and yeah, <laughs> they had to drop the title, but well, he wouldn't release the title. So what do we got to do? We got to fuck him over in the match. Ooh. And then that became the birth of Mr. McMahon, the character Uh, as like the villainous owner right? because prior to that he was basically just a booth guy. And a lot of people didn't even realize he owned the company, you know? Right. So it's, it's interesting because you don't know, you're just never quite sure. And I got to give AEW credit if these are works and these are not real life things that they're just like taking advantage of to try to correct course. But I can't wait to see like the Dark Side of the Ring episode that covers all this and, <laughs> and tells me the truth. I wanna know. I won't see it for years, but I'm excited. Uh, one day. One day we'll know. But of course, I also wore this shirt for a reason. I have to bring it up. They stole my fucking idea. <laughs> so famously, Brian Danielson, when he premiered on AEW after leaving WWE, of course they do they keep all these things secret, you know, because they have to they can't sign with anybody for a certain number of days after their contract ends you know and then they just suddenly appear one day and like what the fuck we didn't expect this well (laughs) most people come out big flashy you know pyro everywhere and you know some big gaudy outfit brian danielson came out in just a white t-shirt and jeans (laughs) with a man bun (laughs) and so it became like a meme and so We had a show, an AEW show, me and my wrestling buddies, including Dan the Man Maloney and uh, uh, Caleb and Shane from uh, Hit the Mats podcast. Uh, We went down to Cincinnati and uh, went to an AEW show. And, of course, I made this shirt myself and made a white T-shirt, Brian Danielson shirt, on a white T-shirt because I wanted to be meta and ridiculous and (laughs) show how much of a mark I am. (laughs) So, of course, people loved it. And uh, a lot of people were jealous because AEW has the worst fucking merch situation in the country. Like, every stadium they go to, they have nothing. Like, they have, like, three autograph photos and, like, a cup. And you're like, all oh, right, what oh, you want? No. Oh, we're sold out now. <laughs> Sorry, bye. Yeah. You know, they could be making so much more money on merch, but they just don't. Um, God, fucking wrestling merch. But then uh, on their website, which I'll show on the YouTube channel here, they created a white Brian Danielson shirt featuring him in a white T-shirt. And I'm so pissed because it's like that Seinfeld episode where they stole his fragrance, where Calvin Klein stole his beach ocean fragrance idea. and they. Calvin Klein?
1: No, no, that's my idea. They, they stole my idea. See, I had the idea of a cologne that makes you smell like you just came from the beach. I know, look at this.
0: Stole my T-shirt idea. They stole my idea.
1: I demand payment. Oh, God, you should have had it trademarked. I'm so upset. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Also, airing of grievances, CM Punk. You save that for Festivus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. We're going down the rabbit again, hole again A little again, bit. He little might bit.
0: just be the greatest work artist of all time. Yeah, I he could be. But... He seems to be an asshole, and everybody seems to agree, including lawyers, that he's an asshole. <laughs> and <laughs> he, he has this particular vendetta against Colt Cabana, who's also on AEW. And uh, they obviously don't get along. And none of the people that are friends with Colt Cabana, which is most of the locker room, don't get along with CM Punk. And the problem is, he's the champion, or at least was, until he had to vacate a second time in 40 days. Because, again, he got injured. Or he got fired. So, I I don't know shit about CM Punk, because like I said, I stopped watching wrestling in probably 2006 or 2007, maybe 2008, something around there. Yeah. I don't know shit about CM Punk. I've seen like, except for like two or three clips that I've seen of him. And yeah, I already don't like him. Well, I mean, you think about his career path, because he went on WWE, which pays him millions of dollars. To fake fight for a living and just be like entertaining on a mic and i get it it's rough it's not an easy job i mean they're doing house shows everywhere they're doing like three or four shows a week and like just getting their ass beat but uh he he left that after shitting on the entire industry publicly with his pop pipe bomb incident and then going on pub podcasts and just you know being derogatory about every single thing about his own business and then decided he was going to be a UFC fighter and be like Brock Lesnar. Well guess what? He's not Brock Lesnar and he lost every fucking UFC fight he had and had to retire immediately. So I feel like he's just the the type of dude that's just I don't know. He's he's too sure of himself and uh, of the ideas he has and the perspective he has, and there's a lot of people that agree with him in a lot of ways, but he's <laughs> he he just doesn't act on it, he doesn't represent what he says. I uh, so I, you know, maybe it's just again, maybe it's just the top deal here, he'll work and he's just becoming Possibly. the next big heel again. All <laughs> I can but, say though is, can we stop with the UFC pro wrestling crossovers? <laughs>
1: Oh, fucking. the
0: pipeline! Oh my God, can we stop already? Well, you please? know the common thread there: steroids, money. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, but steroids. <laughs> I mean, Brock Lesnar popped it, hot like I mean, three ooh, times. Now. Was it? Yeah, it was fucking. Wasn't Ken Shamrock the first one that did it? Yeah, I I'm just remember sure him were... having like a ton of jujitsu. Yeah, books. like my, my buddy Will Beasley, like, growing up, he had like yeah. all of Ken Shamrock's like. Shamrock was big in like jiu-jitsu the... books. Early to mid 90s in WWE, and then he switched to UFC in like the mid to late 90s. Um, I be. don't know if he, I, <laughs> I just I don't remember it, him late career showing up. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know I don't if remember. he flipped back and forth, but I know he was, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he started in WWE and then flipped over once yeah. UFC started getting big. Well, I mean, like current guys, Bobby Lashley used to be yeah. UFC, uh, Matt Riddle used to be UFC, and they wouldn't let him smoke weed. So oh, that's yep. that's the reason he left USC, Fantastic. and so he went to WWE, and now and they're like, "Fuck it, I don't care." He, he's called the Bro, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like smoking pot all the time, and just like has the big pot bags under yeah. his eyes. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. He comes out and flip flops and then f- throws him into the crowd, and then fights barefoot. Yeah. The- <laughs> like, I like I can actually think of when I one of the things that made me legitimately like just fucking completely stop watching wrestling because even like after 2007 2008 I would still watch it occasionally but the thing that made me absolutely stop and say I'm never fucking watching this shit again was when the Miz became a wrestler? Because <laughs> I don't know if you remember when he was on the fucking Real World, uh-huh. yeah. and he kept saying, <laughs> "I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a wrestler." And then he fucking became a wrestler. I was like, "All right, now I'm done. This is fucking stupid. This is the well, dumbest thing I've ever you're seen." You're going in my to life. be very upset when you, <laughs> you hear who is in WWE right now. <laughs> So there's a particular YouTube star oh. that joined. Oh, yep. WWE in the last WrestleMania. Uh, an Ohio native, also. So Logan Paul. Yep. Is now <laughs> a know, WWE superstar I know on that contract. Name. But I don't know why I know that name. Uh, Uh, He's a douchebag YouTuber that uh, gives Ohio a bad name. (laughs) There's Uh, not very many things that give Ohio a good name. Let's start with uh, that. Okay. Uh, In particular... uh, Ohio is for lovers. Get the fuck out of here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And for people who want to learn how to invent ways to get out of Ohio. (laughs) Like fly. (laughs) Like fly. Yeah. Go to the moon. Looking at you, right, Brothers. Um, Logan Paul is... Uh, most notably a youtuber who caught some heat for recording himself in what I think was called suicide forest over in Japan yeah yeah that was that was the big thing uh, initially initially uh, his uh, recent uh, bumps in uh, notoriety and popularity which uh, seemed to intersect and interchange is he challenged the undefeated uh boxer floyd mayweather to oh, a boxing shit. fight shit i remember that and this was like right yeah. after and floyd mayweather had fought uh Con- connor mcgregor from usc yeah and his and brother beat is still the fighting shit out of him didn't yeah. he it uh, I'm pretty sure like, he didn't get his ass completely beat, but uh, yeah. Floyd May- Mayweather, he doesn't fight to knockout. He only fights to yeah. get the, the maximum points. He right. plays the and game.
0: He didn't get knocked out in any of these matches. He went to the last round. So I guess you got to <laughs> give him a little credit. And again, he's extremely athletic. I have to give him credit. Like His wrestling ability was surprisingly very good. Are we like, talking about Connor, or are we talking about Logan Paul? Logan Paul. Oh. Like, su- surprisingly good. Like, I was like, what the fuck? The problem is he's a face character.
1: You He's not a face. <laughs> if he was a
0: heel, he would be
1: perfect for the brand. And I'd be like, all right, all for it. Because right, he can but, actually wrestle. But they're trying to brand him as a face, which oh, is... Probably the biggest mistake that they've it's ever ridiculous. made within like the last decade. Oh, that
0: fucking douche canoe. Yeah. I know him. But, <laughs> yeah, But He came out at WrestleMania with this like $40,000 Pikachu card <laughs> on a gold chain. Oh my God. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's fucking... Uh... Jesus Christ. And, he, 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 yeah. and yes, he fought the Miz. He... <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah, the... <laughs> The Miz has basically become like the celebrity oh, guest Clev- coach. He's from Cleveland. That's the problem. Yeah, so <laughs> is the Miz. The Miz is from Cleveland. He yeah, sure is. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> Fuck! See, you so- knew you hated him.
1: See, there are so many fucking entertainers who are actually from Ohio. It's
0: fucking yeah, weird. It yeah. is. John Moxley, who is the previous AEW championship or champion, he's For- from Cincinnati. So. There's a lot of Ohio wrestlers and it, entertainers out there. Uh, yep. For better or worse. <laughs> John Mox is cleared though, so you know. And go Al bangers. Snow <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Al Snow, he's from Toledo. That's amazing. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> but yeah. What was uh, the head? What was the head called? Uh or was it just called <sighs> What
1: the fuck was the name of Al Snow's head? I don't remember. God, that's going to fucking bug me for the rest of the game. I couldn't remember night.
0: Logan Paul's name. You really think I'm going to remember that <laughs> head? <laughs>
1: Al Snow.
0: But, uh, yeah, it, it's really entertaining. I, I really think this is kind of... There's an athletic revival of wrestling, I think, in the late 20-teens. Yeah. That was primarily led by NXT and WWE's main products. And AEW brought in this awesome competition that brought a lot of these people that were wrestling exclusively in Japan that are high-level, top-tier athletes. Like, uh, elevating the game. Exactly. Sorry, Al Snow's from Lima, not Toledo. And he's actually <laughs> Just, the yeah. owner of Ohio Valley Wrestling now. Well, that that tracks... <laughs> I'm not I'm not surprised not even a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh yeah, there's a lot of great things in wrestling right now. The problem is there's almost too much. It's like everything else. There's just it, you know, it, you, you can't just have Game of Thrones. You got to also have Lord of the Rings, yeah. you know. Lord of
1: the Rings and House of the Dragon at yeah. the same time.
0: Well, we'll throw Sandman and Stranger Things and Cobra <laughs> Kai and all this other shit that you just have to keep up with. Oh, don't forget all
1: the Disney Plus shit for, it, you know. it, It's a goddamn deluge. There's it, no no rest.
0: It's like the worst the best problem you can possibly have. Like just yes. too much content.
1: <laughs> but An embarrassment uh, of riches.
0: We'll see how this works out. Uh like I said, a lot of the stuff comes to light usually in podcast form nowadays <laughs> about a month later. We'll see if any of this stuff is real or if it's a shoot or if it's a work, or, but either way, it seems like AEW is going to have a nice viewership boost at least for the near Future, and I really hope that uh, Brian Danielson wins the tournament because they need to put the belt on him before he gets concussed again and <laughs> oh. retires. <laughs> I, I was right; his head was just called head. <laughs> <laughs> See, you had it the whole time. And do you remember his intro music was like uh, something like "Who Wants Head" or something like? Uh, yeah, it was. If absolutely you want to submit ridiculous. your head fan art to uh, hit the books vids at gmail.com, please do.
1: Hell's <sighs> no literally can't i went you through anywhere. i went through this like
0: <laughs> b-tier wrestler like attitude era b-tier wrestler rabbit hole the other day because i forget oh because oh we were talking about uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, and it... talking about Gangrel. Yeah, and it, yeah. We started on Vampire the Masquerade, yeah, it was and like that... I was
1: always like trying to forget, or not trying to forget, well maybe trying to forget who the fuck was riding around with Edge and Christian that yeah, whole it time. Yeah, was Gangrel. Fucking Gangrel. Gangrel. But <laughs> it... the Brood.
0: So the fucking that's how it's... Brood. Yeah, that's how it started. And then I went through. I went like a day and a half trying to remember Steve Blackman's name.
1: Because I was like,
0: the dude, he was like... His whole gimmick was a martial arts expert, and he wore the black pants and shit, and had the close shape. I, yeah. I spent two days. I finally got on. <laughs> I finally got, found an Attitude Era roster that covered the entire fucking Attitude Era and found him on there. I was like, it's black something. Something black. Like, like Steve st- Blackman. Yeah, Steve Blackman. And I started going down this whole r- rabbit hole of finding all these, like, mid card, yeah.
1: like, hardcore Holly. and Oh, my <laughs> so, God. I, this shit, I forgot that i forgot about yeah. oh my god
0: <laughs> i didn't nuts. watch wcw regularly because i was a wwf mark yeah, and i didn't same i also didn't like wcw stage i yeah, thought it, it was, was way too small yeah it was garbage and i didn't like it was like
1: everything was black so yeah. it was like everything looked smaller than it already looked oh um, god i was like maybe hardcore into wcw because like i was a. Uh, all counterculture and oh, yeah. punk and it was I don't want yeah, to go with, with and... the the second one. The <laughs> one
0: that wasn't the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I had to He would have been it.
1: an AEW mark if he yeah. was watching today. Oh absolutely. Um almost kind of am just because of fucking Orange Cassidy being too goddamn cool. Top draw, baby. <laughs> Top draw. <laughs> Top Orange draw. Cassidy freshly squeezed <laughs> but uh <laughs> one thing (laughs) so good you gotta watch it we gotta watch some clips after the show oh yeah uh the one thing that i will say about wcw that uh for me at least like gave them an edge over wwe is they were much like AEW. uh they were willing to get into some like international like let's actually see some other like forms of wrestling which was like the the Luchador boom. Yeah, I mean they had a sumo wrestler. Yes, they had a
0: sumo wrestler. They had yeah. all the luchadors. They had like a Which, whole fucking again. Group this of is them. like AEW to a yeah. T. Oh, like absolutely. they bring people from Japan all the time. Yeah. They have luchadors on. All half their roster is luchadors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> doing crazy. shit. I, like the hot flyers. Yeah, like I again haven't watched wrestling in forever, but. I saw a thing pop up the other day and it made me feel extremely old when I started talking about um, Dominic Malenko. Or not Dominic Malenko, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, the, the memes that are coming out about Dominic right now. Rey Mysterio's son <laughs> is wrestling with Rey Mysterio. Well, what about f- that, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So but, let, sit down, child. Let me tell you a little story. So <laughs> About Rey Mysterio? About Dominic Mysterio. Oh, no. He has a Dummy Mommy. Oh, what? He sure does. <laughs> so... Is this a part of a work? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Razor's Edge. So, uh, long story short. Oh, no, that's a different move. You're right. Dominic Mysterio came out. He basically got the easy way to the top because his dad is such a legendary wrestler. Nepotism. (laughs) And he comes out. And he wrestles and he's been part of the show for probably a year, year and a half now where he's always wrestling with his dad. And basically they always get their ass beat by some big villain people and they put the villains over because that's what they do. But uh, recently (laughs) they have this new story arc where he was getting his ass beat by one of the female wrestlers uh, who is this big, jacked, awesome wrestler. And uh, famously she was like, up on the the uh the ropes and she was choking the shit out of him with his with her legs (laughs) and then it became a meme that like she was his dummy mommy (laughs) because she's like clearly like wearing a bunch of dominatrix shit and has like all the piercings and the tattoos and stuff and uh Sure enough, he turned and joined her (laughs) in the stable. Of course, and kicked Edge and his dad in the balls. (laughs) And now he's got a dummy mommy. And the first episode after that happened, she came out and said she made him a man. (laughs) Oh my god! So it's it actually was super cringe and annoying that he was wrestling because he's really bad. Especially when they bring in people like Logan Paul, and he's like amazing in his first match, and you're like, wow what is this kid not doing right? And then this whole storyline started to happen, and now we're like, oh, fuck yes. This is amazing. It's fucking hilarious. Wow. It's such a good angle. Yeah. Now, I'm, I fully expect that they're, they're going to bring the paternity storyline back with Dominic. Oh, God damn it. I remember that <laughs> shit when they... No, they no. Oh, no. Fucking Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. <sighs> and it. the thing is, it works really well because Dominic Mysterio is huge compared yeah. to Rey Mysterio. Yeah, because like, Rey Mysterio is like four foot
1: three. Yeah.
0: Dominic <laughs> is like a foot taller than yeah. him. So he looks like Eddie Guerrero more than he looks like <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So like, I, ha- I am like 90% sure that that's the route they're about to go that like oh he really was his dad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just hit it all this time <laughs> oh my god yeah I'm stoked it's <laughs> like, so dumb I love yeah. it we'll, we'll see if they pull it it just it shocks me to look at some of the wrestlers that not just now but even like the few years after I started watching it and it's like like Edge for example I never expected Edge to be a championship-level fucking wrestler. He was mid-card the entire fucking time. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, they're like, Hey, fucking, you're one of the top stars in the fucking country. You know? that. That's the, the shit that kind of irritates me, is when they're just, like, on a dime. And the, they did the same thing with Christian when he went to uh, TNA. It's like Christian was getting his ass kicked every single week, and then he pops into TNA and becomes the champion like almost instantly. Well, I'm not going to go too far into it because we're going to be here all night, but Christian came back to wrestling and the AEW... He is the probably the second best heel in wrestling right now. Really. Like, he I, is he is so fucking good on the mic. I mean, I, <laughs> I I always liked Edge and Christian, don't get me wrong. I I liked Edge and Christian from the Brood, yeah. you know, yeah. but they were they were always the team that I like I love to hate, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> which is their role. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they were always good at it. Mm-hmm. But I never expected them to be like fighting for the champion level i expect them to be mid tier tag team yeah. fucking intercontinental title level their entire fucking career yeah and it in modern days of course you got to look at it in perspective like the whole reason they're hyped so much right now is because they're old legends that left wrestling right. edge left because he had a bad neck back yeah injury i remember when that, that happened. made him retire and, yeah. and then like he took a risk and came back because he wanted to because he loved the business so much and then he came out as a face and then he became his old like heel self and now this whole dominic <laughs> storyline happened and he went heel again or uh, i'm sorry face again but uh christian in particular because he's not under the wwe kind of management where they kind of gotta like, yeah keep sponsors happy he is brutal like he's a fucking savage and i mean he <laughs> goes for your fucking heart nice. like it he is so good i i can't express how good christian has been since he came back to wrestling outside of the wwf wwe umbrella so yeah a lot of great material out there whether you like wwe or w uh i'm sorry uh AEW or any of the the foreign brands like New Japan there's so much top tier wrestling going on right now and if you can find the time i get it like the time is right. the biggest problem that the, you know raw is 3 hours long on a monday on a work night right. you know people can't do that like rampage is an hour that starts at 10 on a friday night like nobody's Ooh, watching yeah. 10 p.m. on a friday you know so there's, there's some complications with time management when it comes to wrestling, but man, if you can at least keep up with like the highlights, it's so worth it. It's so good right now. There's so yeah. much to my, enjoy. I don't know if my phone, what my phone has been listening to, but it's been showing me fa- like my Facebook feed is filled with like wrestling reels over yeah. the past, And I'll find myself like scrolling and ending up like actually watching these things, like fucking shit that i don't care about whatsoever i i'm like i have no idea who any of these people are but i'm still watching this you know yeah and i mean it's magic i mean even stone cold steve austin who was like for the longest time said i'm not touching wrestling again you know i had this neck injury and when i retired i said that was it that right. was you know i was done and i mean he was done for i don't know close to 20 years and then this last wrestlemania like he came back for a match i mean it he was old like his he had the big robot knee braces on both of Dude, knees. He's had yeah. those but for like 35 it years. It was <laughs> it was such a cool thing to see yeah. him out there again. Stone, and like 90-year-old stone cold in yeah. a diaper drinking all of his beers <laughs> and yeah. everything on the stage. Like it was it was awesome. Like yeah. it yeah. like it really brought a lot of nostalgia and happy memories back to me and you know both of these companies AEW WWE they're both doing great things and there's also smaller brands that are also doing great things so. Right. Uh, really love to see it. Let's move on. Next on the news, cyber... excuse me cyberpunk 2077 has announced phantom liberty will be their first expansion for the game and will only come to current generation platforms it will arrive in 2023 they have also announced that there will be no further updates for the ps4 xbox one versions of the game so uh yep you're fucked <laughs> it'll it'll come out in 2023 and it'll be playable in 2025 <laughs> well we'll see <laughs> it, I, well at least it's coming exclusively to the next gen platforms, so they don't have the whole and it'll, It still won't work. (laughs) Now, ye of little faith. I I Ye of no faith. I I mean,
1: let's be honest. I actually... Fool me once,
0: no. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, I actually... We need that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Fool me once... no. no. <laughs> we have a clip of that from Perry saying that was the Perry line yeah. from our last stream. It's like that, uh, oh, yeah. what was that George W. Bush quote? Yeah. Like, you like, fool me once. once. It, gets, you, you don't what? get fooled again. Yes. <laughs> Strategery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. It was busted and broken all to hell when it first was released. Shame on you, CDPR, for doing that but they have been making updates that have basically been released stealth mode because nobody knows when it happens. And when it does happen, people just out of nowhere come back and it's like, oh my God, this game is, it works now? There's still a lot of things that are missing, but the game isn't like busted all to hell. It steps in the right direction, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I I, I give, you know, I, I give CD Projekt Red a lot of, rope because they <laughs> enough to hang themselves. They have been I mean, so they... <laughs> you know customer friendly in terms of what they've released for free and all the <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh, send me a screenshot of that so I could uh, put it all in right. the show. Yeah. But uh yeah, they have really been a consumer focused brand for a long time and Cyberpunk really is like the first blemish on their track record, you know. I mean, you think of other developers bethesda is always the first one that comes to mind for releasing broken games on several platforms that just are unplayable for a year two years uh you know uh ea is another one that does it with their battlefield series especially where they release these broken half-assed games way too early and then they
1: don't fix them for like two years you know i i do need to mention that uh the witcher 3 is a good game Witcher 1 and 2, on the other hand, damn near unplayable. I mean, to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: controls are rough, but, it, but that's not like a the game is broken. The, the control
1: for the first one is a glorified point-and-click adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not good. They improved a lot. Yep. A lot. Over the, the two games preceding... The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. Available now on all platforms. (laughs) (laughs) They are not sponsoring us. Do not shout them out like that. Uh, uh, Oh, come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please. Um, CD Project Red, if you would like to sponsor us, please (laughs) reach out to us at hitthebooksvids, vids, at gmail.com. Now we will proceed on trashing you
1: for the next 10 to 20 minutes. (laughs) They know what they did, (laughs) but they're improving. And I I hate to quote uh, the uh, broken game uh, uh, apologist uh, Todd Howard from, uh, what's that game company, Bethesda? Uh, The phrase, it's not so much important how a game comes out as it is where the game ends up. It, bullshit. I mean, yes, it's bullshit. Bullshit. It, it's also, feel like... unfortunately, the current state of gaming bullshit. as it stands right now. I feel like we need to hit a... I've... Corporate green! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, except for when it comes to Bandai Namco in every single one of their... Okay, maybe not every single one of their Dark Souls games. Two, I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it is far more rare for a game to come out working than it is for it to come yes. out busted. Yes. And unfortunately, that's where we
0: are right now. I mean, I feel like... It we, fucking sucks. I feel like we went down this rabbit hole quite a few weeks ago when we started talking about this and how, you know, the the age of online fucking games and instant patches and shit kind of dropped all integrity out of the developers where they're like, eh, eh, we got to make the, the, making the deadline is more important than actually putting out a project that's good, you know? The, we're in the day one patch era. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that chaps my ass the most, is that they still delay the fucking game. Like, you can't do both, guys. You can't delay and release the broken game. Exactly, you need to choose one or the other. Choose one or the
1: other. Preferably the not broken game. Let's choose that, please. Preferably, but uh, unfortunately, uh, when it comes to corporate greed, Corporate greed! greed, uh, the unfortunate reality is that they're beholden to stockholders another like, reason why
0: this industry sucks now as opposed to back in like the late 90s early 2000s Oh, when but, there no. were companies that didn't have stockholders right. so to, when the companies were independent partnerships and LLCs and shit so they didn't have stockholders
1: that they had to be beholden to and they could actually do what the fuck they wanted to uh, you mean back when EA actually made games that weren't I'm like copy-paste? No, I'm not talking about <laughs> EA
0: because EA has always been a corporate entity and a corporate shithole. I'm uh, talking yeah, about all the other companies that aren't EA. EA was the Amazon of video game companies back in the Ooh. 90s even. Nick says, eat the rich. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> eat the rich. However, also, I'm talking about uh, all of the other developers... From the early 90s, even some of the most of which are not around anymore or have been gobbled up by larger developers. But even talking about places like you know, Activision, Blizzard, fucking BioWare before they were bought out by EA, um, Bungie, <laughs> Bungie, fucking Rockstar, all of these, all of the developers that are still around who used to be independent studios, fucking uh can't think of the name of the one that I'm think, trying to think of, so fuck it. But, you know, the, these companies that built games because they wanted to build games, because they believed in the product, because they had stories and ideas that they wanted to tout out, not because they wanted to fucking, you know, make their uh, quarterly income earnings look better. So, you know, it, it's fucking bullshit. It's all just corporate greed and... Uh, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to rant for like 10 more minutes <laughs> if I don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah,
1: it it's corporate greed run amok, and the very clearly lost trust within CD Projekt Red is very much a result of, like, this is what happens when corporate greed goes unchecked.
0: Yeah, and I think today is a perfect example of where, A, corporate greed ruins the fun experience of a gaming console and games in general we were playing some soul caliber before the show (laughs) just for fun i brought my ps5 down to the basement and uh yeah, before we could even play a fucking game, <laughs> I had to download an update for my controllers. Yeah. <laughs> not not the system, my controllers. Then before we could yeah. even open the game, then we opened the game after downloading it, of course. Yeah. And we, <laughs> Emory had to click through like four or five pages of that was, fucking legal and bullshit. And that and was after sitting there watching the fucking thing spin because it had to check online yeah. for like like 20 minutes it's mandatory online of course and yeah. it has to connect to all their servers It can't just play the fucking game locally without having to notify all the servers and send them all your fucking proprietary data so they can sell it to the lowest fucking bidder you know like Hi- highest bidder excuse me low the highest bidder <laughs> i'm in a low place not the not the bidders <laughs> right. but uh yeah it was just ridiculous like it took us 20 minutes just to fucking play yeah. a game like s- i can't imagine what a fucking you know 10 year old kid Absolutely. like getting a brand new game oh i got to sit here and wait for a 90 right. gigabyte download and i got to update my controller guess and what? it has to be connected to the internet so if the internet goes down i can't play my fucking game guess what you get that fucking xbox or ps whatever number it's going to be for christmas
1: you're not playing anything on Christmas. <laughs> you know? How much does that suck? Oh, you know, yeah. You we got to, like, wait for everything yeah, to download, when and you we got to agree to things that you, know, you don't ever read. Old, yeah.
0: guy, old guy screaming at clouds, but, <laughs> you know, when when we were younger, when, like, the Nintendo 64 came out, or even, like, the fucking PlayStation 2, or even the first-gen Xbox or whatever, you know... You opened the fucking package, you plugged it into your TV, you popped out the fucking game, you put it in and you played the fucking game. Yeah. Exactly. There was no waiting for shit to load and waiting for shit to download or any of that. Yes, these games are much more sophi- sophisticated. Yes, the graphics much more memory intensive and yeah. the, you know, an average PlayStation 2 game was like what 500 meg maybe yeah. probably closer to like 120 meg whereas uh, yeah you know these games are multi tens of gigabytes Yeah. however it's still fucking bullshit i don't think it's necessary for us to sign five legal arbitration agreements <laughs> yes <laughs> To play a fucking game, (laughs) like it's just ridiculous. Like the again, and that's complete corporate overlord bullshit. Like, we got to make sure if there ever is a lawsuit from these ten-year-olds playing our goofy fighting game. We need to make sure that they have to go through an independent right. arbitrator that we designate,
1: yeah. you know, because we that, don't want
0: to pay court costs. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not liable greed. for anything.
1: Yes. yes. Corporate greed strikes again, and it's going to keep striking as long as we keep paying. So yeah. uh, now,
0: imagine, speaking of that, that Soul Calibur game, how, how'd that go? Well, let's not talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> so,
1: Nick, uh,
0: Emery and I are, pr- we pride ourselves, I think, on yeah. being fighting game fans and uh, players. Yeah. Uh, Granted, I haven't played Soul Calibur in a while. Y- yeah, uh, assume yeah. the same the, for the, you. The last Soul Calibur I had played was Soul Calibur 2, I well, think. Well, Nick just fucking wiped the floor with <laughs> us and <laughs> he beat us five times in a row before Ugh. we finally got a victory, and I mean, Emery was full focused, like, <laughs> full spine erect, ready to go, leaning forward
1: in his chair. Sitting straight up, using my mane, I had to very carefully <laughs> remember exactly when to fucking block your character, <laughs> because... God I mean, damn! Your your button mashing skills yeah. are just. I was just I was picking re- random fuck. I don't know any
0: of these characters. The <laughs> first one I used the dude with the staff because that's what I remembered using, uh, back in Soul Caliber Two or whatever the fuck it was. And so I used him first, and then you're like, oh, no, he's usually banned, and blah, 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 yeah, So I was like, all right. Tournament illegal. <laughs> all right, fucking. Well, he used I'll... 12 other characters and beat our ass with yeah, those <laughs> ones, too. So. Yeah, so we, we had no excuse. It's yeah. a wash. Yeah. Like, it was a
1: wash. I, I had to summon all of my old skills back in order to beat you the yeah, one time. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing with any of those <laughs> characters. I, I honestly was just
0: beating the shit out of the buttons. Yeah. I don't know. It was downright a... <laughs> Just embarrassing. God, I, I
1: felt yeah. a lot of shame. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I couldn't even. I could barely win around. <laughs> I'm literally re-downloading the game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's salty. <laughs> salty as fuck over here. It's like I can't be rusty. <laughs> We're gonna have a. Well, yeah, that's what f- salt does. Yeah. Yep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a
0: montage of like the rocky montage and instead he's going to have the sweatband with yeah. the controller in his hands like oh,
1: oh, oh. i have the tiger. oh wait it. i can't I... see you got, you got to cut me <laughs> <laughs>
0: That mix-up was bullshit. Like, just, oh, I, my that's character his entire was a, fucking My deal. character
1: had to be close
0: to do a oh, combo. Shit. Yeah. But you have, I the, could literally you have the advantage up. if there's a close contact because you can get behind me. Yeah. Whereas long-distance characters, you couldn't get
1: behind them. Yeah, get like, behind fuck. you,
0: pull you in, and then just fucking rake
1: you. Just fucking reeling him in fucking vaudeville style.
0: <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah, back to the
0: original point. Just imagine... You know, you're, you're this young kid, your parents get you, you know, one or two games a year, usually on Christmas or your birthday, you sit down, you plug it in, you go through the hassle of downloading your fucking firmware update and your controller update, and you download the fucking game, and then you download the day one patch, and you download the DLC that comes in the little packet or whatever, you finally get through all that bullshit, you sign all the legal documents, and
1: then the game's broken. Oh yeah,
0: it would be fucking terrible. Can I mean, you
1: imagine? It, that was Cyberpunk 2077 on day You're, 1. Like it's just infuriating.
0: Like th- it's inexcusable that the game industry has gone this way and it really I really feel bad for, you know, my you know, I'm about to have a son in, within the next few weeks and like I'm excited to share all of these things, comic books, video games, toys, you know, all this great stuff we talk about every week, wrestling, you know. I don't know what I'm giving him because he, I see these fucking game experiences. I'm like, he's never gonna have that magical moment on Christmas Day where he just gets this new system or this new game, sits down and plays it immediately, and just spends the whole night, stays up late with dad playing his new game system. Like, he's mm. never gonna have that because he's gonna spend yeah. five hours waiting on updates, and then the game's nope. gonna be broken
1: and unplayable. There is one way to secure that experience. Buy an Xbox? Uh, no, not by buying an Xbox. <laughs> I meant like the original Xbox or uh, like a oh. PlayStation Two. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean you could do that, but if you're trying to give him that experience with modern day consoles, you would literally have to prep all of that maybe a day in yeah, advance. Yeah, you'd have to
0: open the box and everything yeah. and do everything for him just. <laughs> Just so he doesn't have to deal yeah, with it, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, the game's not broken. <laughs> like, uh, it, yeah, yes. like we were talking about, you know, the whole, uh, you know, opening the Xbox and or the PlayStation the morning, Christmas morning, and all that shit. Now you would have to literally set the shit up at night. You know, when they're not looking, while kids just have it ready on the TV or something. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Like while most parents are putting bikes together or dollhouses together, you're downloading fucking firmware (laughs) updates for your Xbox (laughs) controller. It's probably less frustrating, though, to be honest. I mean, yeah, probably. (laughs) I just put together a bunch of uh, furniture for the baby from Ikea. (laughs) God,
1: it's like a whole day (laughs) of just misery. Easy. Is like furniture. Okay, that was hard. IKEA. guy, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: next up on the news, according to the CNBC report, yes, Dan Lin, the guy that was rumored to become the next Kevin Feige of the DC Universe, according to David Zaslav, uh, has exited negotiations with Warner Bros. Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> According to the report, oh the two parties God. reached an impasse due to Lynn wanting to keep his production company Ride Back uh, running under the WBD umbrella. However, they could not agree on compensation uh, for stakes in the production company or maintaining the production company, so he said, Fuck this, I'm out. So, Dan Lynn <laughs> will not be the Kevin Feige of the new DC cinematic universe going forward. So they are back to square one, again, without a leader it, <laughs> and it, without an idea and with a bunch of canceled projects and movies, including shit that they shocker. already
1: paid for and finished. It seems like going back to square one is just a modus operandi for that company. I,
0: at, I, at what point do you just...
1: To tap out? A, yeah.
0: To use a wrestling term, at what time do you just tap out? <laughs> fucking like somebody Jesus. buy
1: us and give us better direction. We don't know what we're doing. Maybe it's you a know work. What, you know Does what? Do you ever would think be, of that? You know what oh, would be hilarious. God. Dan oh, Lynn's gonna come
0: back <laughs> when nobody expects it. Full <laughs> face elbow drop the entire yeah. <laughs> it,
1: It's time for somebody to straighten this company out. <laughs> no, what would be hilarious
0: is if fucking Disney bought them out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I mean, with the way they're trying to save money, you kind of wonder if that's even a possibility. See cause... a Batman-Iron Man mashup. Oh, they seem to God. be doing everything possible and alienating every fan they possibly can to save fucking 30 bucks, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's see
0: if Disney has the money. <laughs> oh, Di- come <laughs> on. Uh, 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 <laughs> well, we just talked about last week and the I think the week prior as well about Embracer Group, which is this random Swedish... Speaking of Ikea... Swedish <laughs> investment company that's just been buying everything. And yeah. la- last week we talked about how they bought a bunch of uh, Square Enix studios, yeah. including the Tomb Raider producer and all these others. You know,
1: and that was after buying both the film and the game rights to the Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. For yeah, hundred million. Yeah, we talked dollars. about that yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. They're buying up everything. Yeah, just Fucking all these ridiculous. like like what? peaceful Vikings just what buying the everybody. What is happening? No, I, yeah. I mean, I. I'm waiting for Walt. Warner, blah, I am waiting for Warner Brothers Discovery to go under and get bought out by somebody. I don't think it'll be Disney. I would assume it would be somebody like Amazon is going to buy them out. I mean, that would make sense. Um, I would. I would put my money on Amazon as opposed to Disney because Disney. I mean, they just lost out on the Lord of the Rings rights to right. this oh, random Swedish investment group. So, yeah. so why not buy DC and maybe fucking. Uh, Jeffrey Bezos could actually do something with fucking DC. Yeah, like shoot Superman
1: into space on a penis rocket. Yeah, that sounds like something he would do. look uh, Hey, if the man already goes out of his way to look like Lex Luthor, I mean, he's <laughs> true. He is perfect is for the troll. role. It, like the, yeah. it would be perfect for him to own Superman. Yes. <laughs> Uh, next up on the news, we have Assassin's
0: Creed Infinity being rumored to be released at the upcoming Ubisoft uh, fan event. Was, uh, of course, we, we also heard oh last God. week about how Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is the next main entry uh, in the Assassin's Creed franchise, is coming out basically in Baghdad, uh, as the early rumors uh, predicted. So. Man yelling clouds. <laughs> I remember back in the day watching an episode of... Do you remember the show X-Play. Yes. Adam Sessler. On the fucking G4
1: network? Yeah. Yeah. Or Tech TV
0: before G4 bought it out. Anyway, I remember watching an episode and uh, them being super excited because for the first time in like years, there were all these brand new IPs coming out. And I remember the exact words Adam Sessler said. He's like, you know, this is really cool, but this is kind of what happens. And, you know, in a few years... We're going to see the God of War 6s, the Assassin's Creed 6s, and everything like that. <laughs> no. And now that we're on what fucking number Assassin's Creed are we on? Like- well, let's see here. There's Assassin's Creed 1, there's Assassin's Creed 2, there's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, there's Assassin's Creed something or other that was a, a next sequel to Assassin's Creed 2, there's Assassin's Creed 3, 4, Rogue, uh- Liberation on the PS Vita. <laughs> liberation if we're counting that yeah uh syndicate unity so that's 10 valhalla valhalla uh origins uh what was the one in between odyssey
1: there was and al- mirage will be 14 uh, there's also yeah. uh the 15th one it was a very very small one that uh took place in china Oh, because yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Because well, we're never going to Japan. And then there was the PSP <laughs> spinoff with the girl
0: in the dress, which I think was at Liberation. Yeah, that was Liberation. And then there was the one that had the the uh,
1: Black Pirate ca- character from uh, Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah. I can't, uh, that uh, was on PS Vita. Yeah, that was Assassin's Creed 4 uh, Black Flag. I I think that was the name of it. Well, Black Flag well, was the actual number four. Yeah, yeah. It, was,
0: it was the character from it. He had his own game, I think. Maybe Uh, it was DLC. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I Uh, I Uh, I think it was Freedom Cry. Freedom Cry. Yeah, Yeah. you got it. Yep, that's that's it. So, yeah, like there's 15, 16. (laughs) So, like having that memory when I was younger watching that show, I never expected there to be 15 fucking – because I remember those were the two that they specifically said because it was the year God of War and Assassin's Creed came out. Yeah. And they were super excited to have these new IPs. And talking. it was it, to your point it was supposed to be a Prince of Persia sequel. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So it was supposed to be However, Prince of Persia 4. <laughs> However, now we're at a point where we have 15 Assassin's Creeds. I don't even know how many God of War games we've had. Let's get some new IPs. Well, please. I think to be fair, to the gaming industry, as much as we rip on them almost every episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. This recent Gamescom was a good example of a lot of, yeah, uh, you know, eh. a lot of new IPs. You know, a lot of mid-tier stuff. But yes and no, because yeah. a lot of those IPs were basically spiritual successors to other games. <laughs> that, that's fair. Because it was people who left those industries and were like, I want to make a sequel, but I don't have rights to that I- IP anymore. You've got a point. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty Callisto much Protocol, the same yeah. fucking yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Yeah, e- Very yeah, fair. Entirely fair. Callisto Protocol, we're so looking forward to you being Dead Space 4. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot going on in the games industry.
0: Speaking of the games industry, uh, we got some news out of Sony. Uh, PS5 quietly got a redesign that reduced the size of the motherboard, adding a cooling pipe and reducing the size of the heatsink. Uh, it also... It's also estimated that the console is more efficient by roughly 20 to 30 watts per hour. It is also estimated that to have reduced costs, looking at uh, the price increase in Europe. Ooh. So they're making a cheaper console that's more expensive. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what it is. Hit us. Corporate greed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they also released a quiet update uh, to support 1440p monitors for PC gamers. Uh, so that's good for them if you play on a uh, PC monitor. The update also added some long promise games list functions and uh, some social feature updates. Uh, the head engineer, architect of both the PS4 and PS5, uh, Masayu, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Masayasu uh, Ito has announced that he will be retiring. He is credited along with Mark Cerny for taking the PlayStation in a positive direction post the debacle of the PS3 uh, <laughs> oh, and the PS3. cell processor and all that terrible the stuff. the reason why I switched to Xbox. So, a lot of interesting stuff coming out of Sony. Some good, some bad. Uh, obviously, Masayasu Ito, uh, basically saved sony uh, at least their playstation brand from probably being sold off to some highest bidder you know um after the ps3 was just i mean they made a profit on it and in the end famously but it took a long time for and that to happen because I mean, they just really fucked themselves. The PS3 was a giant clusterfuck to begin with. And the fact that it came out at, what, $600 when yeah, you could get it's it? It's insanely expensive. Oh, when you could get an Xbox yeah. 360 for 400 Yeah, a year earlier. Yeah. They came out a year before the PS3 yeah. and it was still cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and better. <laughs> like, I mean, that I yeah. had, I had both a PS2 and an Xbox. And at the time, I was like, fucking, yeah, I'm going to get a PS3. I'm going to get a PS3. Then they announced the price points, and I'm like, yeah. fuck that noise. I'm getting an Xbox. And I don't know if you remember, but there really wasn't anything worth playing no. on it for the like the first game, two years. The only oh, game, yeah. the literally the only game that I wanted and wanted to get a PS3 for was Metal Gear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's Metal Gear Solid was the only thing yeah. that yeah. I wanted to get a PS3 And for. quite frankly, it wasn't better than the PS2 Metal Gears, in well, my no. opinion. That. Uh, yeah, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. Solid 3 is Metal still Gear, technically yes. the best one. I was going to say Metal Gear Solid 2 was kind of garbage, but. Yeah. When you played half the game as not Snake. <laughs> and, what was his name? <laughs> right in there? Right? Meta- yep, right yep, yeah. Yep. Fucking. <laughs> and his little. He got his Fucking own game. Fucking aerial flips over the wing. <laughs> oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. Speaking of which, Kojima has a podcast. We should all listen. Yeah, we should. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Kojima. He's crazy.
0: And then that he made dude. a game about being a UPS man. So, you know. <laughs> he is a... That that dude is a fucking genius, but he's also insane. And it's, a, I mean, I I understand that those things are usually go hand in hand a lot of times, but fucking what? I mean,
1: death stranding is what happens when no one tells you, no. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Explain to me someone who's not on crack. Explain to me the plot line of the overarching plot line of the Metal Gear Solid franchise.
1: And make it not sound like you're on crack.
0: Uh, nanomachines. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, we want to take this one guy and make him fight a giant walking nuclear equipped battle tank. Yeah. He's a clone then, of another guy who also exactly. fought a yes. giant walking battle bot. <laughs> who is
0: also a clone, who also has another clone, who there's also this other clone of that clone who is really the real guy. Oh, and by the way, the the clones all age really rapidly. So the real guy's going to show up and be like, hey, old clone of me. He's actually younger than me. Happy death. Yeah. And then we're going to go to another game where you think you're the original guy, but at the end, it's a secret reveal that you're just some rando fucking guy that thinks he's the real guy. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Metal Gear Solid fucking five. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Metal Gear Solid is ridiculous. It is, (laughs) but but I love it. It's It's so fun. Uh, It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Those mainline games were pretty fucking crazy. Metal Gear Rising, though. I never <laughs> played Rising. Okay. uh, this is the game that actually made Raiden a good character. <laughs> <laughs> it, it achieved the impossible Whoa. and made someone like Raiden worth playing as. I'm sorry, no, uh... Raiden wasn't in
0: Metal Gear Solid 2, was he? He He was. was. Oh, okay. So Metal Gear was the cartwheel flip dude. Yes. No. I'm trying to. I was trying to remember because I was getting one, two, and three. Spandex ninja. Yeah. I was was, in my head. Not to be confused with the actual ninja. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So yes, it was Metal Gear Solid, the original Metal Gear Solid that had um fucking. it's the
1: Cyborg Ninja? No. Cy- uh, yeah, Psycho Mantis.
0: Psychomantis when he read your fucking memory yeah, card memory and you had to thick, switch yeah. the fucking Ooh. controllers. <laughs> you had to switch the controller to port two. That's the shit I want to see now. Is shit like that?
1: Shit that actually like messes with your perception of what a fucking game can yes. do. Don't worry, you'll get it after the next uh, six updates. Uh,
0: oh, make geez. sure you slot some time for a twenty gigabyte update. Like and subscribe their YouTube channel for downloaded extra content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, downloaded extra content, we received some news about uh, Harry- Hogwarts Legacy, the Harry Potter based game that is basically your own role playing Harry Potter universe game in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, the game will not feature Quidditch. Are you we fucking th- kidding me? I mean Why? I'm okay with that because I don't we don't need another Blitzball minigame. Inside I need blitzball mini uh, uh, games. Okay, okay. It, I love blitzball, you I, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was about to
1: side with you until you made the blitzball point. Now I'm with you. There, there is absolutely no reason in a in a game that should be about you casting magic and beating up some evil wizard that we need uh, you looking for a tiny ball that Sir, flies
0: around. You don't have to be the one chasing the snitch. You can also beat people with a club. You can also be uh, the goalkeeper.
1: Okay. If, if let me let you me can tell you, can also throw the little if ball I
0: through the hoops. If I wanted to play Magic FIFA, I would play Magic FIFA.
1: If there is, but any, it doesn't exist. That's uh, the uh, problem. problem. I am
0: sure you can find a Quidditch game on the internet somewhere. There's one that was on PS2. There you go. Uh, okay. But I do not own a PS2, and I don't think anybody's adapted it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I I want you to listen to me right now. If you are not the person looking for the golden snitch in a Quidditch match, there's you don't no matter to you. <laughs> <persistence. laughs>
0: Sir, what if I want to role play being a Quidditch superstar at Hogwarts?
1: Then you're the person looking for the fucking golden snitch. Yeah. And, if, why I
0: can, and I can't do that. Can I, Emery? Yeah, you, right. If, here's yeah. It's with, not in the game. Here's
1: the thing with that. If, you are excited to look for a tiny little ball that its entire shtick is that it's hard to fucking look at. What the fuck are you
0: doing? Yeah, if you're not the seeker, you are as useless as a salad at Miralago. I mean, let's be completely honest.
1: (laughs) That was perfect. Uh, That was good. Hashtag eat
0: eat the rich. There we go. Uh, Hashtag make the rich eat a salad. I think I'm gonna get you a t shirt that has you on the back going like this and the corporate greed figure, and then the front's just gonna say eat the rich. I'm I'm <laughs> for it. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. the books, like and subscribe. Um but yeah, just thought that was bullshit. You will still be able to fly around in brooms and stuff, but uh hopefully they add it as like DLC or something. Um another you have to pay for another piece of this this part's actually of course
1: you have to fucking pay for it of course because you know <laughs> they're gonna make you pay for it.
0: um another part of this that is actually pretty cool you can get sorted in your house right now if you want to you go to wizardingworld.com where you can link your wb games account and proceed with sorting into a house basically it gives you like a questionnaire and based on what you answer in the questionnaire you get sorted into a house uh i've done it in the past like i don't know like 10 years ago maybe 15 years ago uh because i played like the ps2 harry potter games um it's very simple you can tell where they're gonna put oh, you yeah. based on what they're asking you oh. like it's it's very obvious so if you want to manipulate it you can <laughs> i wish it was a little more subtle are you brave or are you slimy and slippery <laughs> son yeah. of a bitch
1: <laughs> i'm slimy and slippery that's slytherin isn't it <laughs> no no tufflepuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, Hufflepuff for life. Do
0: you want to be one of the two main, or do you want to be one that doesn't matter? (laughs) See, I've always had this fun idea that I think should have been incorporated. I think the sorting hat should place you based on your weaknesses, not on your strengths. Agreed. If you're like a greedy, slimy son of a bitch, they should put you in Hufflepuff and teach you like (laughs) the aspects of being a caring, like sound individual and like balances you out and like balances your weaknesses. (laughs) <laughs> and then if, if you're like headstrong way too brave you know way too gung-ho like you know stereotypical gryffindor you know that, they they put, put you, you in, in ravenclaw but, so or slytherin you learn how to read yeah if you're <laughs> if, if you're if you're too caring and selfless to the point of detriment they put you in slytherin so you start to like take care of yourself yeah. and like think about your own needs right. like i always thought that would be way cooler than like what they do is just like oh you're a Piece of shit! You're going to Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, you're <laughs> like, like the yeah. hero. Okay, go to Gryffindor. Uh, you're, you're smart. Go to Ravenclaw. Oh, uh, you're caring. Go to Hufflepuff. You know. Oh, you don't matter. Go to Hufflepuff. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we at least had Tonks. We all know Ravenclaw's the best. So, mm, just just saying. I'm
1: sorry. Who's from Ravenclaw? Uh, everybody that matters. In like, w- in which ones? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't give but uh me you you, me you is this about you yes this is about me way to make this about you hey if i'm a ravenclaw i get to hang out with
0: sandman and make funny jokes how does that work hold on he's got a raven Oh. <laughs> oh, oh oh son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> all right dumb joke aside um this is a pretty cool feature and basically once the game is launched you can generate a qr code that you can use to import your information to the game uh, doing so will get you a beak skull mask and a house fan- fanatic school robe item uh when the game launch so cool to see nice little feature I did. I did kind of hope they were a little more thoughtful in the selection process, and maybe even like put you in a random house. Like I thought that might be cool. Like oh, the yeah. publishing
1: house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. Heyo. Well. hey Speaking of corporate greed. Corporate, corporate greed. greed. <laughs> Next up on the news, we have uh, some updates about Moonbreaker, the tabletop digital game that was announced at uh, Gamescom. It will allow you to try the game for free this weekend uh, and the weekend of September 16th. It'll allow you to create custom armies, paint miniatures, and try out the game's mechanics. Uh, I thought that was kind of a nice feature, so if you're interested in that, go check that out.
1: I know Emery's a big tabletop player. Are you interested in this at all? Uh, Moonbreaker? I would need to actually see the announcement for it yeah, to kind of get a know. feel. I yeah.
0: really don't know anything about this thing. So.
1: We talked about it briefly two episodes ago, but
0: it's it, basically it takes a digital representation of a tabletop game that's very reminiscent of like Warhammer 40K, yeah. but prettier. Like, yeah. Uh, like a happier <laughs> version of Warhammer 40K. <laughs> Not nearly uh, as grim and dark. Yeah. Ooh, it lets you paint miniatures. Which is very reminiscent of the D and D project they were they announced yeah, the, not too long ago, right? Yeah, the D and D tabletop simulator that they're working on. Yeah. Yep. In the uh, Star Trek world, uh, we got a bunch of uh, kind of previews of upcoming shows that they're adapting, but we also got the announcement that uh, we will be receiving season three of Picard on February twenty third, twenty twenty three. I still have not wa- sat down and watched that. I've heard it's really good, but I've heard the first season is. Decent. I've heard the second season is terrible, but I have not watched it myself. Yeah, I have. Despite to watch Sir Pat it. Stew,
1: of course, being a guest on our show every week. Yes, hey, we we love Sir Pat Stew here on the show, but guys, come on. <laughs> Did you watch it? What would you think? Just brief summary. Um, the, the when you have episodes of an octogenarian. Having a flashback in the middle of a gunfight, maybe it's time to acknowledge the actor's age and maybe retire the character. (laughs) We'll see. That's fair. I I do... I mean, I'm a huge next
0: generation Mark. Same. I I will always be. I still watch that show on a regular basis just for shits and giggles. Um... Every episode with
1: Q is a fucking goldmine. Absolutely,
0: it still makes me laugh that late in the the show's life cycle they have (laughs) Beverly fuck a ghost (laughs) for no apparent
1: reason. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's my favorite thing about Star Trek. I still. (laughs) I'm going to need some tea after that. I will be.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ, Earl Uh, Grey, hot. (laughs) Speaking of hot, no, um, I I'll be honest. I have been. I have not consumed any new Star Trek content since Enterprise, because of Enterprise. <laughs> Scott Bakula, no. you bastard, you piece of—Did sh- you watch the uh, movies at all? I've watched, yeah, uh, yes, the Chris Pine ones. Yeah, yeah, I did watch those. I did enjoy the Chris Pine. Yeah. Uh, mainly because Zachary Quinto might even be better than Leonard Nimoy when it comes to Spock. I'm sorry I said it. He, well, uh, you know, he did a great job. He I, did I can't fantastic. argue that. He really did. And it, I mean, it was great that they even had, you know, Leonard Nimoy right. show up on yeah. one of the movies and address him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So,
1: that was that was incredible. I, I never expected them to go that I far remember,
0: yeah, yeah. I remember hearing an interview with JJ Abrams um about that before it came out and you know, people are like you know, how are you going to fit this into the canon and not piss off all of these Star Trek nerds and not like reboot it? And he's just like his cocky J.J. everyone He's like, just just trust me. Just, just trust me. Don't <laughs> worry, guys. I, <laughs> I got this. Don't worry. I got it. And he fucking did. He sure did. He sure did. That was fantastic. You ever seen a lens flare?
1: <laughs> i got this guys yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna make know. this fucking sexy uh, ipod generation looking thing and it's gonna be fucking fantastic
0: i don't know if you know no. this but i like lens flares
1: i, I <laughs> do don't you, do you I, like I, the I mean... feeling of being blinded without actually being blinded <laughs> hey you know your, you know star
0: wars too. i'm gonna lens flare that as well. Nice. Oh yeah, I'm a lens flare nice. the shit. It's out. like a uh, Quentin Tarantino and feet. You know, <laughs> oh, God, you just can't have a Quentin Tarantino movie without a f- a foot shot. Oh, no. Uh yeah, uh, sucking on toes. If you want to send uh, Chris your lewd <laughs> Quentin Tarantino <laughs> foot art, yeah, we need some more Doctor Feet art <laughs> sent to hitthebooksvids@gmail.com. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, just, just Paramount Plus has a lot of really like top tier. Con- I I feel like paramount plus is like the odd man out that the people are getting the disney plus they're getting the netflix for like the super like pop culture highly necessary stuff but i feel like paramount has like per capita the best quality content i didn't realize what all paramount owned the rights to like we we got paramount plus a little while ago because there was so many like nickelodeon shows and shit for my kids to watch Mm -hmm. like and they have I found out from Lindsay actually that they have Daria and like old MTV cartoons yeah. on Paramount Plus.
1: Like they got South Park on there. Out of fucking nowhere, yeah. they have this shit. South Park, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. They have a ton of great content. So you know, shout out to Paramount. Like even their interface is really nice. Like yeah. it runs really well, really polished. Like it's a lot better than the D- Discovery Plus app was when it. Up yeah, until recently, yeah. yeah, we got it for was, as a free trial for Verizon. That was Verizon, fucking glitchy was, as fuck. Yeah, it's it's rough, and it like it's, HBO Max is even worse. Yeah, like, like the HBO Paramount, Max would crash regularly. The yeah. Discovery Plus has gotten significantly better. Don't get me wrong, but when it first came out, it would like you'd be scrolling through, especially on the Apple TV. You'd be scrolling through, then all of a sudden you'd be on a completely, you'd be all the way back to the beginning without actually fucking hitting something. It would yeah. take you from <laughs> like the fourth column down, 10 titles over, all the way back to the fucking first one. Yeah. I would like to see like s- something happen between Peacock and Paramount where they unite and yeah. really like, I don't know. I feel like if one or the other purchased each other, they could have like a top tier app that could compete Absolutely. with all these other services. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I really do think Paramount Plus does a lot of really good things.
1: but <clears throat> Oh, God. You mentioned HBO Max, and I'm just now remembering there's a show that I've been wanting to watch just to see how good or how terrible it is. And it's the Pennyworth show. Yeah, I've heard it's not bad. I've heard it's decent, but... I forgot that
0: they did that. The premise is real <laughs> dumb. The premise is real dumb! Is real dumb. <laughs> Alfred Pennyworth, superhero, or whatever, the super <laughs> yeah. spy, or whatever the fuck yeah. he yes. is. They basically make him James Bond, yeah. you know? Like, the name's Pennyworth. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's Alfred
1: like, Pennyworth. It's like, I used to be James Bond, but then an old friend of mine decided to have me watch their child. What? Yeah. I decided (laughs) I would
0: change diapers instead.
1: Why would you ever stop being James Bond? What if
0: Alfred's just a pedophile? Uh, oh, like he, oh, he was just molesting Bruce Wayne, and that's why he's no, all crazy. Don't and that's, nah. give them ideas. And that's <laughs> why Bruce Wayne adopts all these orphans because he passes his trauma on to oh, others, and it's just it, no, a horrible cycle. No, no. The, 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 the grandpa comic pedophile. Book in, no. The comic book industry
1: <laughs> recovered from the book The Seduction of the Innocent <laughs> because of the comics code authority. Yeah. Back in like the late sixties, early seventies, and now you wanna bring this shit back in. I'm just assuming doing cocaine
0: comics doesn't listen to the show. Oh my god. If you are listening, disregard. <laughs> don't do this. It was a
1: joke. Uh, just don't play don't use any of their clips so they don't notice with like a copyright strike or something. <laughs> yeah, those they'll, yeah. they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll fucking copyright strike us <laughs> mid episode for our
0: allusion to Pennyworth the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just uh, gotta not do it
0: <laughs> next up on the news chadwick boseman has officially won an emmy for his voice acting efforts in the marvel what if series the actor of course tragically passed from cancer in 2020 so nice little anecdote now not much to talk about there but just cool that he
1: managed yeah. to get this posthumous award yeah uh this is See, actually... he fucking said it too it post humorous it's posthumous yeah they Whatever. were they were
0: i've always i've always said, I've always post-humorous. said post-humorous as well and it's like they, yeah after the they, joke then they shat on me during the stream because i said post did they really yeah like <laughs> hardcore coincidental on me. i don't know i gotta look it up because i've always heard it pronounced oh i looked it up i looked it up afterwards is this it's posthumous. posthumous really yeah. yeah it is yeah i've always said Fuck po- the british yeah <laughs> this is america damn it i've always said post- we control this language humorous as well but yeah, then English is now, old man. Both him and
1: uh, my brother shat on me because of the fact that I said posthumous. All right. All right. What I was going to say after bringing up that old wound... <laughs> Speaking of salt, there's a lot of it. A lot to go around. It's all Salt Bay over here. Um, Chadwick Boseman winning a posthumous... Uh, was it an Emmy Award? For yes, that? Emmy. Yep. Uh, it... Kind of echoes what happened with Heath Ledger in two thousand eight when he won an Oscar posthumously. Of course, Heath Ledger deserved it. (laughs) 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 It was a joke. You hold on, son of a bitch.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Because to to an extent, I agree with you. To an extent, because not because Chadwick Boseman didn't deserve an Emmy, he did.
1: But probably not for what if. Definitely not for Definitely what if. Definitely not for what if. Like there, there are much more deserving projects that he was a part of. Yes. that uh, he deserved to win in any kind of award for before. Chadwick Boseman work with was what if. a fantastic actor.
0: He deserved multiple awards for multiple different projects. Not for what if, but I feel like it was kind of a if we don't get him one here he's never going to get one because exactly. that was like yeah. literally
1: yeah. the last thing that he did. Yeah that it, it seems and I hate to say it it seems like a fucking publicity stunt. It, it, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> you know n- again not to shit
0: on him Net, I just th- did it to be funny but uh, yeah I haven't watched What If so. I've only, I watched the first one. I'm sorry yeah. like the last one that I watched was that one and the you the don't... T'Challa as fucking Star Lord was absolutely terrible. Not because of Chadwick Boseman, but the plot
1: was fucking stupid. It it made no sense when
0: you it make was... Thanos a good guy just because. T'Challa was able to talk to him. Get the fuck out of here! No, that's that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I'm
1: inevitable. I'm
0: going to erase half of life in the universe. No, please don't. We do not do that here. Yeah, we do not do that here. Have
1: you maybe thought? No. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's unfortunate. And the thing that actually breaks my heart is that you can hear the pain in his voice you when can. he's performing. Yeah, it's yeah. and like it made me want to like the episode more, and I wish I did like the episode more. But <laughs> God damn it, that writing was so goddamn stupid. It, it ever a- think we're just a bunch of assholes. N- on uh, the internet yeah pretty uh, much. with chad bozeman he was great <laughs> and it was a crime what they saddled yeah. him with as like Absolutely. his last thing with marvel yeah.
0: there's no doubt he was great in the spike lee movies especially mm-hmm. and then obviously black panther is iconic like he yeah. he has a lot to be proud of a lifetime of achievement but yeah what if probably not the yeah maybe. not not the one to give the it one. to him yeah, yeah. Moving on, we have received some news that Elden Ring will be receiving a manga adaptation. There's currently two chapters out, but it's a comedy. (laughs) Of course, yes, it's official. It can be read freely online, and we'll have 12 total chapters when fully complete. I just thought I'd read you a little synopsis of the comedy from the FromSoft series Elden Ring. Aseo, a poor, tarnished wretch, finds himself cast into Limgrave, naked, penniless, hopeless, and maidenless. His only hope is his harsh, unforgiving new home is a mysterious woman named Melina. A cast of colorful characters awaits Aseo along the, along the way, patches the untethered, blade the half-wolf, Margot the Fell omen Godric the Grafted, and, of course, Rani the Witch. With little but a loincloth between a seo and certain death, he strikes out for the, fist, the first stop uh, on his quest, Stormvale Castle. He will make it there, or will his... yeah oh, this is terrible. Will he make it there, or will his journey end before it even begins? My
1: interest in this ended before it ever began this seems like a terrible idea uh, okay now let me let me try to do a better job of selling you on this so you start out in a world where you have no recollection of who or what the fuck you were before this moment and you realize that you are you, i'm gonna use uh, street terms for this one you got no fit no racks <laughs> And no bitches. And your goal. Rude boy, lewd boy. Rude boy, lewd boy. And your goal is to essentially take a stick and go kill God. Yeah. (laughs) I, as someone who has played the shit out of that game, it's a ton of fun. It's a stupid, silly amount of fun because all of the characters that you meet are some kind of fucked in the head. And don't worry, George R.R. Martin is working on this
0: game instead of his fucking books that he still hasn't finished. George? (laughs)
1: Let me talk talk to you for a second, George. He's busy consulting on this comedy manga. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking George. And watching off-season basketball. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Winds of winter, George. Winds of fucking
0: winter. Fix the shit you broke. (laughs) Fix
1: it. Before you die of a fucking Big Mac induced heart attack. Oh, you bastard. Uh, (laughs) Man literally got to beta test the end of his series. (laughs) Launched on Steam. (laughs) We got updates. Oh, shit. Pay now for early access, please.
0: (laughs) He released two chapters like seven years ago. And that was the last thing that we heard. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend that you watch the second half of Sandman, episode 11, the bonus episode. I think George R.R. Martin could use a little help. Oh, Oh, I'm watching that tonight. Interesting. (laughs) It's very good. Like I said, it should have been the whole episode. (laughs) It's one of my
1: favorite stories from the, the comic, but definitely check it out uh is there like a an extra like member of the endless called inspiration
0: well do you remember a story about um, perhaps the
1: former wife of dream say no more there you go say no more that's what it is the real question is who will release first george R. R. martin or patrick fucking rothfuss Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to say Patrick Th- Rothfuss. Just because uh, Patrick Rothfuss, like how many things does he put in front of the thing that he keeps saying he's going to release? Because I he's guarantee too... you, George R. R. Martin's answer to that question is literally everything else.
0: Patrick Rothfuss is too busy playing D&D. Let's be honest. <laughs>
1: Patrick Rothfuss is way too busy playing D&D to finish his fucking books. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I- I- yeah i mean when you're having all that much fun this is the really... problem with being famous mid-cycle you know yeah. yeah you need
0: the tortured artist to be tortured while he's finishing his yeah. project and then he gets famous <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's they have do. no reason to actually finish this shit now I- no i mean none at all
1: george rr R. martin got uh i want to say next to no recognition for doing his version of Beauty and the Beast back in the 80s. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? But Why? now that he gets it, he's like, oh, you want me to do that with you? Okay, I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that. I'll do that. What do you mean I had a book to finish? They're
0: doing the show. It's fine. you got to imagine his publisher must be just fucking furious his at pu- <laughs> this point. I'm surprised <laughs> his publisher hasn't hung himself. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, uh, I could not say, think... man, episode 11. <laughs> I could not think of worst a case wor- of Brighter's Black of all time. Yeah, watch I, it. <laughs> I could not think of a worse fucking job than being George R.R. R. Martin's fucking publicist.
1: Oh, uh, listen to it. has got to be a uh, nightmare. Uh, listen to the it's like being uh, Nick Cage's agent. Ooh, <laughs> there, there, is, <laughs> there is a conversation. Let's not do this. You know I mean? Let's not do this. <laughs> there, there is a conversation between Stephen King. And George R. 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 Martin, oh where, god, where George R. 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 Martin literally asks Stephen King to his face, "How the fuck do you keep making so many fucking Stephen books?" Stephen King <laughs> can write a book, an entire fucking novel, while he takes a
0: shit, <laughs> and George R. 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 Martin takes twenty-seven years to complete a chapter.
1: <laughs> well that that was the thing. the The way that uh, George R. R. Martin posed the question was, like, how do you manage to keep coming up with so many things and uh, Stephen King's cocaine? Response, I mean, probably that. But uh, his response was, well, I make sure that I at least write six pages a day. Yes. And
0: (laughs) And it could be a cocaine-induced crazy fucking thing, and that's how we get the langleers. Have you you guys read his book, On Writing? It's literally called On Writing. Yeah, I've seen it. I've never read it. Well, I got it upstairs if you want to borrow it. Great book. And he basically talks about, like, especially the early books he was just like he doesn't even remember writing yeah. them he was, he was so, so blitzed out high. of his fucking mind <laughs> so high yeah. on cocaine yeah and he was drunk and just yeah. everything he was taking pills he was taking Adderall oh, yeah. and all this he, other shit he, like, and like he would he would like come to read the shit not like it throw it out his wife would find it and be like i want to know the ending yeah <laughs> so so if we want to talk about the uniqueness and the genius that is Stephen King, and the fact that he can literally, he's probably literally the only person who could shit on a page and make millions of dollars off of it. Spoiler alert here for anybody who hasn't read the series who the fuck else could get away with writing? A like nine book series where literally in the middle of the series, well, it starts off as a Western, then turns into sci-fi. Then in the middle of the series, he runs out of shit to write about. So he writes about the characters talking to himself as a real person and then continuing in back into it into this weird sci-fi fucking horror mashup. And, Oh, I forgot to tell you about the sentient train that's talking. And there's a guy that can draw everything that into reality. And if he erases it, it fucking goes away, but he can't erase the guy's eyes because he used red paint. And what the fuck dude,
1: If you would like to
0: send your Stephen King uh, lewd boy fan art to Nick, please email us at hitthebooksvids at gmail.com. You read The Dark Tower. I did. I don't know if you did or not. Or, uh, no, my sister loves it. But it's fan- she tried to force it's me to read it. It's fucking like, uh, fantastic. I'll get to it eventually. It, it's, it's, fantastic, it's fantastic, but
1: it's also like cocaine-fueled. Yes. I'm convinced. It, it is.
0: <laughs> it is fantastic, but it's also like, what the fuck am I even... Did that bear have a satellite dish attached to its head? What the fuck am I doing here?
1: <laughs> like, what do you mean we're going to beat the big bad of this entire series by taking a, a very, very obviously... I mean, he has to be high. That artist has to be high for him to actually believe that he is, in fact, erasing things out of existence by erasing it on the page. (laughs) Convenient. Yeah. It's like
0: that... That ending reminds me of the ending of fucking Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they just get arrested. <laughs> you know, how do we end this book? We're out of money. Fucking erase the bad guy. <laughs> that brings up a funny memory. The first time I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail and saw that ending, I was so confused that I kept. You know how it like yeah. just cuts to black. Yeah. And like the you screen- kept just staring at it, waiting for something. Uh, yes! Like to happen. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> stared at it for way too long <laughs> thinking that something was going to happen. Yeah, like, no. no, that's it's, the end of the yeah, movie. <laughs> the,
1: the, there's got to be more, right? Yeah. You didn't just... Oh, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I, literally. I had that no is, idea what the fuck just happened.
0: It is the most genius and most anticlimactic final battle <laughs> I have ever read. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. Wait, did you just... Yep yep they just erased the character out of existence totally unrelated to the rest of the show there's some great documentaries on netflix right now about monty python and their early phases and then making those movies highly recommend you watch those it's so good it's like they were fucking miserable filming that movie they hated filming that movie yeah and then like when they got to life of brian they were just living it up because they had life made their of brian money is fucking hilarious yeah. <laughs> it's so underrated everybody focuses on holy grail but life of brian is one Top of tier. the greatest fucking oh my god so it's good. so good i would <laughs> I, if you had both of them in front of me i would choose life of brian yeah. probably because i've seen holy grail 7562 times yeah however meaning of life sucks though meaning of life is terrible it's, it's bad uh but Life of they Brian. They can all be winners. Yeah, Life of Brian. They is, didn't care is... at that point. <laughs> and <laughs> the, and the documentary running. covers the filming of yeah. that, too. So it's, it's great to have, like, the insight. He is not the messiah. He is a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I'm yeah. not the messiah. He is not the messiah. <laughs> How shall we fuck off, oh, Lord? <laughs> This is degraded <laughs> so in a Monty Python quotes. Oh god. Yeah, definitely watch Python. <clears throat> Monty Python. Monty Python. Python. If you have not. All right. Final news item of the day. We got our free games for this month of September on Xbox Games with Gold. You have Gods Will Fall, Double Kick Heroes, Thrillville, and Portal Two. Wow, Portal Two. That's probably the best one on there. Yeah, I mean it's a great game, but pretty old, but good game. Uh, Game Pass, you have a few games being added. Grids, Grid Legends, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Train Sim World 3, You Yee? Suck at Parking, <laughs> Outer Wilds, uh, Beacon Pines, oh. Slime Rancher 2, Grounded, and Moon Scars. Uh, real quick, Outer Wilds, that game, if you guys have not played it yet, it's actually fucking genius. I've only played... It's an indie game, right? Yeah, it's an indie game, mm-hmm. and I've only played... A little bit of it, um, so there's. It always gets confused to me with Outer Worlds, not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Outer Wilds, you play as this little alien guy who builds, uh, who's part of like a like spacefaring organization, uh, NASA. But you're like these backwater. Your your ship is literally made out of wood. Oh, my um, God. and like you go off into space, and there's all the different planets of the solar system that you can go to. Um, and then the sun explodes and then you start (laughs) over again from, so you're in a time loop
1: Oh, and you have to figure
0: out what the fuck's going on, but your log stays intact because the the character is literally the only person. It's like Groundhog's Day almost where Mm -hmm. the character is the only person who understands what's going on. Yeah. And I have it on my computer and I've played a little bit of it, but I haven't been able had the time to get back into it. Yeah. But it's actually really fucking well done. That's awesome. And it's really interesting. Yeah, there's another game that's kind of similar in premise. It's uh I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but it's basically about a murder that happens and you basically experience this one day in this guy's life and somebody gets murdered and you basically keep reliving it and trying to figure out what happened who did it to who why etc but i wish i could remember the title though the cool thing about outer wilds is that each planet has like different physics and different like it's it's very puzzle based it's it's like almost like an old school like adventure style game um but each planet has its own separate uh, like challenges, and like there's one that's pretty much almost completely underwater, but it's got these big ass storms that suck all the water up. So you have to like run through these underground things while the water sucked up the storms before it all gets that's pretty cool rained back down basically. Yeah, and that's interesting. And there's like you find these like black hole, wormhole style things that will transport you from one side of the solar system to the other. um, And you find like these ruins from an ancient civilization and shit. It's really interesting. Really neat. Hmm. Yeah, so definitely take advantage of that if you have Game Pass. Um, For the PS Plus, I apologize. The the source we're using combined the ones that are on the higher tiers that are being added to the service and the ones that are actually just free games. So apologies, but they're all combined in this list need for speed heat um that's one of the ones for sure is uh playstation plus for the bottom tier grand blue fantasy versus that's bottom tier and toem which is the bottom tier for this month and then the other ones which are at the higher tiers uh you have death loop assassin's creed origins watchdogs 2 dragon ball Universe 2 spirit fairer farewell edition chicory a colorful Tale, monster energy supercross the official video game alex kid in miracle world dx Rabbids Invasion, The Interactive TV Show, Rayman Legends, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World the Game, Complete Edition, Siphon Filter 2, Sly Collection, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, Bentley's Hack Pack, which I have not heard of, uh, Toy Story 3, and Kingdoms of Paradise. So, uh, excuse me, Kingdom of Paradise, singular. So, some pretty good games on that list, so definitely take advantage of that. From Amazon Prime, you have Assassin's Creed Origins, Football Manager 2022, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, The Dig, Defend the the Rook, We the Revolution, and Word of the Law, Death Mask. The Dig, such a classic fucking adventure game. Speaking of... Hmm. Yeah, no doubt. LucasArts. Oh, yeah. LucasArts 90s adventure game. You are on the moon. You go to the moon to... uh, like investigate an asteroid find out that the asteroid is actually a fucking uh ship that sends you off to another planet where there's it it seems like it's uninhabited but again ruins of an ancient civilization yeah there's a drug that makes one of your crewmen go crazy and yeah it's really fucking good great definitely take advantage of that if you are an amazon prime member Next up, we have Epic Game Stores free games. We have Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Submerged, Hidden Depths, and 100 Days Wine Making Simulary. Uh, yeah, I, don't, we... I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's going for that one. <laughs> and then free games on Steam. We have Instant War, Duck Paradox, <laughs> Burning Requiem, Fates, <laughs> Barista Takeaway. I mean, they have so many deals. I, I guess you can't complain too much about their uh, oh, yeah. free games being trash. But yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good content coming out of the other uh, free services. So definitely take advantage of those if you are subscribed to those services. And of course, we have to pr- give out the prestigious, nay, life-changing award of cover of the week. This week, it comes from Vault Comics. Mindset number three, the Pearson variant cover. This, of course, done by John Pearson. This is an awesome cover featuring a kind of uh, you know, trippy, out-of-this-world man having his cell phone blow up his eyeballs, I guess. I don't... <laughs>
1: Looks like it's... it's blowing up his whole head.
0: Yeah, it's hard to describe without uh, seeing it, so of course, check out our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe if you're watching uh, for the visual representation, or just uh, go ahead and Google Mindset uh, number three from Vault Comics with the Pearson variant cover. Uh, so yeah, it shows this very colorful individual between these uh, purples and greens, um, basically having his mind literally blown. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. He uses a great aesthetic, great use of light, great great use of shadows, and uh, really, honestly, only uses about maybe three colors and you know a few variants of those said colors. So, yeah, uh, great deal of art. Um, artistic talent being utilized with very few tools, so sometimes less is more. Uh, and again, this done by John Pearson. As always, we're going to read the brief synopsis of the comic to incite you to go and purchase from your local comic book shops. Again, please support your local comic book shops. Ben Sharp and his friends build a new command center for their startup. I'm uh, sorry hard to read here replete replete mm. replete with new coders and good intentions but when their app goes viral and they achieve overnight success as the hottest techno technopreneurs uh, technopreneurs technopreneurs I don't think right. that's a real word I think they made a word but yeah they're, they're making it <laughs> in the valley they'll find themselves swimming with sharks and facing the dangerous dilemma of just how unscrupulous they are willing to be for their vision so this is literally a comic about corporate, corporate greed, greed! <laughs>
1: <laughs> we gotta make our corporation so we can be greedy <laughs> <laughs>
0: so definitely look forward to that comic of course vault has not been featured on the uh comic cover of the week in quite some time uh obviously they're a lower uh volume uh, comic distributor so great to see them getting some shout outs on the show and again great job john pearson it is you who in- incited this award of prestige this prestigious award of comic cover of the week from hit the books podcast All right, well, I think that wraps up the show. Of course, as always, you can find us on Twitter at vids on facebook at forward slash hit the books you can find us on htbvids.com you can email us with any kind of promotions or lewd boy fan art at hit the books vids at gmail.com of course catch our D&D stream via our sister channel those natural ones on twitch.tv forward slash those natural ones 8:30 eastern standard time every tuesday night and of course they also have their youtube channel where what what day can you look forward to those videos uh, videos are posted on Thursdays around noon at noon all right so great definitely check that out of course that's eastern standard time correct? of course all right great uh do you guys have anything else you want to promote
1: um i think that's it yeah
0: all right great and yeah. also keep an eye on their twitch t- uh channel because they do have streams Indeed. every once in a while uh, gaming streams via i think sam's the one that yeah, does them yeah sam right. does a couple she's she's probably going to b- run another uh Shift, as they call it, of mortuary assistant at some point, uh, whenever her schedule works out for that great great so definitely look forward to that definitely check that out again uh those natural ones and hit the books podcast uh again we're on youtube we're on stitcher we're on itunes we're on spotify we're in podbean we're going to be on amazon uh podcast very soon here um so definitely look forward to that if you have any other streaming services or video services you would like to see us on please just shoot, shoot us an email shoot us a tweet uh do not dm us directly on twitter if you don't follow us on twitter because we won't get it the filters will prevent us from seeing it until we dig deep <laughs> into our spam filter so if you are going to dm us on twitter at least uh give us a a what is it follow follow thank you um and that way we'll actually see the message um i think that wraps everything up so
1: once again thank you very much for watching we will see you next week I really can't take you anywhere. Every time you bring up those fucking lewd boy, root boy, like, oh, please, if you have any lewd pics or uh, illustrations that you want to send to us, send them to us at the HTB vids, like, uh, That's at the G- website, sir. Hmm?
0: How long have you been trying to sell us? <laughs> you can't even get the email address right. <laughs>
1: Hit the books, vids at gmail.com. Thank you. Hit the books, vids at gmail.com. Send us those rude boy, rude boy fan arts. See, I was trying to uh, come up with the wrong one because I don't want them actually sending any of that. I want them. Oh, my God. Send it. Why? 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 I
0: I need Top Gun. I need Edgy the Hedgy. I need Dr. Feet. Yeah, you wouldn't need Dr. Feet. (laughs) 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 Thank you for watching. Goodbye. (laughs) really hope we can get like some of the comic artists we shout out to like start watching the show again and then just get like a really well done like step and (laughs) sagic
1: lewd edgy the hedgy (laughs) step and sagic artwork step and sagic please don't
0: if you're watching or listening please do No. Hit the book's vids at gmail.com.
1: Okay, send it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Edgy the Hedgy Dr. Feet uh, mashup. Oh, 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 please. And then we can have
0: traking in the background with uh, (laughs) our Top Gun fanfic. Oh, no. Perfect. It's all coming together.
1: Literally. You can see these images yourself on our Patreon page that we're totally going to have up soon. (laughs)